What's up, guys? So we are back. The gang is still here. Sean, uh, Brian, uh, before we get things going, how are you guys doing? It has been a minute since we recorded the last episode. Things have been pretty good. Uh, it's tax season, so get ready for that kind of fun. Uh, just uh, looking at some Jaguars news, a lot's been going on, so uh, we're going to be divulging into a lot of updates since we last spoke, both Jaguars and NFL related, so I'm excited to get to that. Yeah, I'm doing all right too, just, uh, you know, slaving away at work, you know, trying to make money doing this. This is pretty fun. I'm ready to dive into it. Yeah, this is when it gets to the off season. These episodes are fun because there's not much else to do besides just talk about this stuff. But yeah, before we get into that, we're going to talk about the things that have gone on recently. Uh, We're going to go ahead and start with a playoff recap. Uh, Obviously, we did have one episode that was like at the very beginning of the playoffs, and we did our playoff predictions. It was when Urban Meyer was hired and Trent Balk. Um, But now the playoffs are over. The Super Bowl, (laughs) I don't know what Sean's doing. What are you doing, Sean? And saying bulky, Trent bulky. All right, Brian, you're the tr- you're the tiebreaker. Is it bulk or bulky? He don't know. Brian, you're muted. Are we doing this every oh, week? That's right. It just popped up. It said you are muted, Brett. <laughs> that's the second time. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna just say bulky because it sounds funnier. Okay, I see who you're siding with here. <laughs> it sounds I w- funnier. I won't forget this. But regardless, let's get back to what we were do- what we were saying. Uh, the playoffs, the Super Bowl, everything has happened. You guys have seen it. We have too, but we're going to give our opinions on some things. Obviously, we're not going to talk about everything, but here are some key points, in my, in my opinion, that I noted. Uh, the Colts and Titans both took first-round exits. Uh, I think we can – all three of us, uh, I think we can all unmute and give a round of applause for the Titans and Colts and their failure of a season. Off clap. I'm excited. All right, yeah. I just had just had to get that out of the way. Uh, any Colts and Titans fans, if if for some reason you're watching, uh, we thank you We're for your. Sorry. We we thank you for your view, but. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We are not sorry, Brian. But right, we gotta continue. keep the viewers. The viewers, if we start making fun of their team, they're gonna start hating us and be like, you know what? I'm done watching this. So we gotta be nice to them. You guys had a good season. Congratulations. Big cat chat, not big Colt or Titan chat. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. All right. Next note is the Bills and Browns finally won a playoff game. I believe they two of them were uh, the Brown. The actually, yeah, the Browns and Bills had I believe the second and third longest playoff drought. It might actually the Browns might have had the longest. Uh, it's either them or Cincinnati. But so two of the three longest playoff win droughts were broken this year. Uh, congrats to both of those teams. Another round of applause. For Browns and Bills fans, um, uh, Browns they they took a they took a rough L to Jaguars legend Chad Henney. Uh, legend he did two fourth downs. He also threw an arm punt. That was a great arm punt. Like, gotta give credit to Chinny there. I just said Chinny. <laughs> okay, but uh, the Bills. They they actually I, they were my Super Bowl pick as you guys know they they died to Kansas City uh, Lamar he also won his first playoff game of his career another round of applause <laughs> we're giving everybody rounds of applause uh, 
you know who we're not going to give a round of applause to? The Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> they, you know what that – I think any every single Jags fan watching that game, it reminded them of the 2017 Jags, or at least for me it did. Like, it was almost the same score. I think – I think the Browns scored like a field goal or something more that changed the score, but it was almost the exact same score as our game. But yeah, Browns pulled the upset. I actually was picking the Steelers because I thought the Browns were going to lose just because of who they had out. Like their coach was watching in the basement. Like what? But anyways, do what, Brian? I think we all were doubting the Browns at that point, but I'm very happy the Browns won. I, I think everybody around America was thrilled the Browns got a win. I agree, I agree. Uh, next next thing that happened was, well, technically this isn't official yet, but everybody knows Drew Brees is going to retire. Uh, he took his fourth straight uh, embarrassing loss in the playoff. Uh, this year, instead of it being one play that just crushed their heart, they lost to the team that they beat twice in the regular season. So take that how you will. Drew Brees, he had like three or I, – I don't think he had four. I think he had three interceptions. Uh, he was pretty bad. Um, so, yeah. Rip, Drew Brees, legend. He's going into retirement. Most likely if he comes back, he's a moron is all I have to say. Uh, next note is the Packers. They, the Packers were the Super Bowl pick for the other two people in here, and they they fizzled out as well. They had an embarrassing NFC Championship game. I'm actually going to let Brian, the friend of a Packers fan, who was actually very confident about that pick, I'm going to let him speak about the Packers just just for just for a second. I was I was very surprised the Packers floundered the opportunity against the Bucs. I was really thinking it was going to be an offensive offensive shootout. Um, I didn't think the Bucks were going to – I mean, Brady – or the – not Brady. Uh, Rodgers did pretty well, and people were still hating on his performance. And I think Brady went, like, two for two touchdown interceptions. Rodgers did his job. The defense did not. The defense played like crap in simple terms. Kevin King. Kevin King got torched. Dude got absolutely embarrassed. Um, and, I mean, I was on Twitter watching everything go down and seeing Packers Twitter just absolutely attack and just be little – the uh, Mike Pettin because he he's not a good DC. He's like he's like their version of Todd Wash, but they um, had Kenny Clark in uh, coverage at one point, which yeah. would be basically Taven Bryan going in coverage. Exactly, Mike Pettin and Todd Wash are both similar in play style or play calling style, and they look similar. If you really take a look at both of them, they look pretty similar too. It's kind of scary. But, yeah, shout-out to the Packers. They had a great season. Rodgers deserved that uh, MVP vote or MVP award. Unfortunately, the defense, as usual, just could not help him out. And get them killed by the Bucs and hope they see them come back strong. And Hopefully my Packer friend will have a good season next year and with the new D.C. in, in this town as well. So. If you're watching Packer, uh, Pac Brian's Packer friend. You will. Salute. Salute to you, but buddy. Uh, next, next and final point was the Super Bowl itself. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, they made the first ever home field Super Bowl, and they were the first team to ever win a home Super Bowl. Uh, Tom Brady secures his seventh. I know Sean was celebrating that 
while Brian and I were sitting here like, can we please die? Uh, so like I just let Brian talk about his Packers, uh, I'm going to let Sean talk about his Tom Brady. Never go against the GOAT in the Super Bowl. He's won 70% of his Super Bowls. That's unheard of. It'll never happen again. People want to say Mahomes is going to come in and he might, he'll be the next one to win seven. It's never going to happen again. Tom Brady's the GOAT. Enough said. Michigan quarterback. That's why I root for him because I'm a Michigan fan. So I was happy. Everyone else was crying about it. Oh, the refs. Uh, no, Brady. Yeah, the second half ruined the entire refs argument. If 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 it was like the first half, then people could argue it. But at the second half, there was there wasn't even any bad calls. It was just the Chiefs were cheeks. But yeah, the Chiefs they were bad. Uh, everybody, I mean, Travis Kelsey was dropping passes. I mean, he still had like a hundred something yards. He led the entire game in receiving because it's Travis Kelsey. But he still had a couple bad drops. Tyreek Hill was a a potato. Uh, Antoine Winfield gave him the gave him the deuces, but that was um, the best moment of the Super Bowl, right in his face. Moment. He went like this. Like, he got he flagged like, for it. That he he didn't. He said care. it was worth it. He said he'd do it again. I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah, like, I mean, it's not like he's going to get yeah. fined for it. He did. I mean, I don't think he did. It's like a pennies compared to you know what he's making. Like it's nothing. He's just going to be like, okay, here you go. It was worth it. It's over now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Mahomes though. I just want to give credit. I mean, Mahomes, he was he was eh in the first quarter to the first half. But in that second half, yeah, he was incredible pretty much. I mean, obviously, he was had a couple misses. But to be fair, his offensive line, I don't, was there any starter at their natural position on that entire offensive line? I think there was two. I think they were – they had two tackles out and then one guard playing somewhere else. But they had two guys that were – Starters, I do believe. I think so there's. I think they were they on their struggle. second center too. I think. So that's why they struggled. I didn't know the whole offensive line. I have no idea. All I know is they said that was a stat. He ran for like 497 yards for his life. Yeah, like that was a that was a record, by the way. He <laughs> he had the most scramble yards, like scrambling just for his life to throw the ball. Note to uh, Jaguars: invest in O line, please. And he had some incredible throws. Like he had the. Two of the best throws I've ever seen were back to back by Mahomes. Like he's getting pull, he's getting pulled down by two guys and launches it. No, he couldn't step into it or anything. He launches it to the back pylon, which it wasn't a touchdown, but I mean, it was in the best position he possibly could get it to. Uh, and then the following the yeah, following the play was even crazier. He he threw the ball lateral to the ground. His his Sean parallel to the ground. He was like this. Parallel. His yeah, body he was, like, was like this. And the ground was here. He just zinged it. <laughs> and he threw it right to hit him in the hands. And he dropped no, hit him in the oh, helmet. In the helmet. Oh, hit him in the helmet. He hit him in the, the face mask. Mahomes is like. People's like face mask that game. Because Tyreek Hill had, had a touchdown hit him in the face mask. Yep. And then the running back had it hit him in the face mask. There was like four total drop touchdowns by the Chiefs. I was crying for Patrick Mahomes. Like, that was hard to watch because – and then he had a couple interceptions that weren't even his fault. They were literally in the receiver's hands, and he just – they're just like, you can have it. But regardless, uh, Chiefs do not go back-to-back, -back, and the Buccaneers make history, and Tom Brady gets drunk as you know what. <laughs> Dude, Florida Tom Brady – I don't like Tom, but Florida Tom Brady was fun to watch yesterday at that parade. 
Like, he barely could funny. walk. I was like, this man deserves it. Leave him alone. <laughs> Every, I know, and everybody was so mad uh, because they weren't wearing masks, but it's like they've been around each other all year, like, regardless. But that's the playoffs. Now let's move on to the Jags' official coaching hires. We talked about some of uh, the rumors and stuff, but these are all the official hires. Uh, I'm going to let Brian handle this to save my voice. You might want to unmute. <laughs> That's twice. Hold on. Sorry, I was trying. You don't have to. to don't go through all of them. Just go through like the the main ones, like the four or five main ones. Okay. So obviously we've got Urban Meyer, uh, Daryl Bevel, Joe Cullen. Daryl Bevel being the offensive coordinator. Um, Joe Cullen, the defensive coordinator. Who are the other important ones? George Brian, was retained. Yeah, Brian Schneider for special teams, and uh, Charlie Strong was the assistant head coach. That's a big one. That's basically his, like, second man, so keep an we eye on We have, like, Charlie 31. I, I, if I counted right, we have, like, 31 total coaches. They, yeah, crazy. We have three coaches for the DBs. We have a safeties coach, a cornerbacks coach, and then a, a – um, Was it a nickel coach? Nickel coach, thank you. I was blanking on that. I like that, honestly. I like isolating positions. It gives you the more one-on-one training. Yeah, and then you have the inside linebackers coaches. We have the outside linebackers coaches, 3-4. Three, 3-4! Four. Three, four! Hi, beat you to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says inside linebackers, so yeah, it sounds like 3-4 is coming to the Jags. So yeah, overall, I like pretty much every single hire except for one. We're not really going to go into it much, but uh, yeah, uh, you guys have probably seen it. Chris Doyle, not a good hire. Shouldn't have done it, but... We're getting canceled, boys. Packer well, things. Let's go. <laughs> I don't care how good of a coach he is. It just wasn't worth the headache. There had to be somebody who was... Like, how, how much better could he be than the next man up that you were willing, you're willing to have the headache? I just... It wouldn't be for me. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's a PR nightmare. The only quote-unquote argument you can give him is he deserves a second shot, but, like, his history is bad. So this guy is on a short – I would hope he's on a short leash, but, you know, Urban and his history of coaches and players in college. But who knows? Maybe he learned, and NFL's not college. So one can hope this guy's on a very short leash and any simple mess up and he's gone. But who knows with Urban? You might keep him. But if it gets to a certain point and pulls a Coughlin, then he's going to be fired and we'll be fine. But I'll worry about it when there's issues being – spoken of so yeah the urban meyer when he said he was going to get help and he wasn't going to be a nut a nutcase walking around uh, he was not kidding 31 coaches is quite quite the number uh it's going to be interesting watching that if, if they have open practices which i i don't know how COVID will be but if they do it uh with fans seeing all the different coaches around the field uh yeah, now let's move on to the last thing before Jags offseason, spe- specifically, is the AFC South. Uh, I thought we'd talk about this because I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, the AFC South has been an interesting division, to say the least, this offseason so far. Uh, the Titans, they lost their offensive coordinator. They lost the offensive coordinator to the Falcons. Obviously, we spoke about that. Uh, he was the okay. offensive coordinator who... Got Ryan Tannehill back to being good, which, I mean, you could credit Henry. You could credit him. It depends on who you want to credit for that. But, I mean, he is the offensive coordinator who Ryan Tannehill exploded under. Uh, Derrick Henry ran for 2K under him, but that's Derrick Henry. So take it how you will. I think he was a good offensive coordinator, and I think it's a big loss for the Titans. But we'll see. Uh, How do you guys feel about this uh, for the Titans, for the Jags? 
I'll let Sean start. Uh, I think it's good for us. I, I actually thought highly of Arthur Smith. I, I, he was the guy I actually wanted to be the head coach for the Jaguars. Uh, I think the Falcons will greatly benefit from it. Um, I don't, I don't know who they, who they replaced with. I think they hired from within. I'm not entirely sure, but uh, hopefully they can keep it. Well, not hopefully, but hope. I'm sure they're hoping that they can keep it going with Tannehill. I just, uh, I hope it all falls apart. All right, uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next thing, uh, Brian. I'm not. Oh. I, I'm, I'm gonna let you speak on the next thing. Okay. <laughs> but next thing is Houston. Houston, you guys thought we were bad. You guys thought we were a dumpster fire last year and the year before? Houston is next level. They've got former players. They've got legendary former players, not just Jalen Ramsey being mad, Unique Ngakwe. They've got Andre Johnson tweeting, who wasn't even, who's not even on the team. They've got DeAndre Hopkins. They've got everybody talking about it. Uh, but yeah, that place is a mess. Watson requested a trade officially, which let's go. Uh, get him out of the AFC, go to the Panthers, go to Washington. I don't care. Go to the 49ers. Just stay away from me. Um, they also, in my opinion at least, they hired the worst head coach they possibly could have. They hired a guy who he was the passing game coordinator for the Ravens who had the worst passing offense in the entire NFL last year. And he was also with the Chiefs when they threw zero offensive touchdowns, zero wide receiver touchdowns. He was the wide receivers coach for them that year. I'll say, when it, they was, had, I'll say it was the second worst passing offense last year because I think the Patriots were worse. Uh, I think it was, it was either second or last. But was Colts had, I mean, what did, Cam, Cam had eight touchdowns passing. Like, come on. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and he was the wide receivers coach for the Chiefs that, the year when they got Eric, or not Eric Fisher, when they got the first overall pick because they had zero wide receiver touchdowns how how does that happen and how does this guy get a job as a head coach after ha being the head guy for both of those occurrences I, don't ask me it's houston and for some reason houston has a thing for copying uh new england because it's like they, they keep hiring people from new england but yeah uh they're in draft hell until they trade Watson and Jack Easterby is all that needs to be said. Uh, Brian, you can speak now. Well, for starters, not only do we want Houston or uh, Watson out of Houston, but it's the fact that the guy doesn't deserve this. Like he's he signed an extension expecting the people are like, Oh, he signed the extension. He should be stay put. No, he signed that extension expecting the organization to build around him and help him become a great, a, a great team but with him as, basically the captain of the team, and they failed to do that. And now he wants out. He wants to be somewhere where he's appreciated, and I completely understand that. I'd do the same. It's basically like going to your job and telling your boss that – or the boss telling you, hey, you're, you're useless. We don't really care what you think. That's pretty much what the situation is here. I don't know what they were thinking with the head coach. Like that, I think that was the nail in the coffin for him leaving. They have barely any draft capital to even help him if he even stays, and that's another topic for another day. Easterby is basically, you know, Easterby was actually a preacher in his, before he became like a, head, a, a GM. He's like a preacher or something. He was like in church doing these preaching things and now all of a sudden he's a GM and he's, it's bad. It's, it's just so bad. And Watson, just get out of there. Just get anywhere but Houston and I guarantee you'll be successful and happy again. 
Preferably right. in the NFC. Yes, yes. Uh, next note for the AFC is the Colts. The Colts, they have no idea what they're doing at quarterback. They, they wanted Matthew Stafford. He goes to the Rams. They want well, – I mean, obviously they want Watson, but they're not going to get him. They, I think they, were, they want Wentz, but the Eagles are morons and want, like, two first-rounders and players for Wentz. Like, he had one good year. Please stop. Um, and they lost their offensive coordinator, Nick Sirianni, to the Eagles, ironically. Uh, so the Colts there in a very odd offensive situation. Uh, but they do have a good general manager, Chris Ballard. So they might figure it out. I hope they somehow mess it up and – ruin their chances uh sean anything about colts uh watch out for them when it comes to the uh the, the trent williams sweepstakes because their left tackle retired also so uh i hope they get wentz honestly so that he'll chew up a big portion of their cap space and they can't afford a lot but uh, so we all know salary cap is fake so they'll find a way pretty much and to finish off the AFC South, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, we're going to get Trevor Lawrence. Uh, we got Urban Meyer. We have the most money in the league. Uh, we have the most draft capital, I think, in the league. A lot uh, of picks. Do what? We have two firsts, two seconds. Two seconds and a, and third. a third. That's so five, five in the top 100. Top three. Yes, that's huge capital. And it's enough to possibly get Kyle Pitts, but that's just something I'm very supportive of. <laughs> you know I want Kyle Pitts. Oh, we all know we all know Josiah wants Kyle Pitts, but it's a matter of what we do in free agency, which we'll discuss at a later date. Or yeah, later we'll get to that. Yeah, but yeah that is uh, the, um, the situation, coaching hires, playoff recap. Uh, we're going to go ahead and go into a break now. But when we get back, we're going to be starting the off-season for the Jaguars. This is off-season episode number one. We're going to have multiple off-season episodes, just talking about different stuff. And when it gets closer to the season, we'll do our season predictions. But this is the first episode of the off-season, so obviously we got to give our everything we want. We're going to come back with our hats on, our gen general manager, Sean, general manager, Josiah, and general manager, Brian. We're at your service. And we're going to make the Jacksonville Jaguars a playoff team. We'll see you guys in a second. You almost hit that make the Jaguars great again, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hysterical. Uh, see you guys in a second. We're back, guys. So let's go ahead and begin the Jags offseason. Because, uh, you know, this is what Jags fans do the best is offseason stuff. But let's go ahead and start with uh, – actually, we'll start with who we want to re-sign. Uh, we're going to try and go in order of the offseason. So re-signing – oh, first off, we actually cut Kamele Correa earlier. Uh, 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 why, do, why do I say offensive linebacker? It's an outside linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> when I first started learning uh, football a couple of years ago or something, I didn't know what OLB stood for, so I – and I said, is that an offensive linebacker? And I think my friend heard me wrong, and he said yes. So for, like, a few months, I thought it was an offensive linebacker. I'm like, what the heck is an offensive linebacker? But that, that's Poor enough kid. of that story. Uh, but, yeah, we traded with the Titans for him. Uh, we, I actually predicted that on Twitter. I got evidence. Um, but, yeah, he got cut. He was trash. Wasted pick. Um, regardless. Let's go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and give my free agent uh, signings who I would want to sign. Uh, these, 
while and then i'll let brian go and then i'll let sean go because sean went in depth sean is literally like he should he should apply for a general manager job like he, do, he your, went, uh, do your re-signings too re-signing re-signings of the players that we I have just said we're doing re-signings oh i just heard new did you not listen to me i just heard new signings i said re-signings i never said new signings <laughs> what okay i don't know what that was but we're gonna go ahead and get into this my defense for me none of these are in a particular i didn't do mine in a particular order uh, i'll kind of say though in a second but i'm just gonna list them off for uh for me i want justin simmons or john johnson one of the safeties uh I, i'd be fine with another safety too but those are my top two options for safety probably we're doing re-signings not new signings no i <sighs> see it's because i have them in the other order thank you my, my re-signings re-signings uh i want to re-sign we're gonna have a lot of the same stuff probably but it, for me keelan cole if we don't sign one of the other wide receivers so he's not my priority ignore that <laughs> he's not my priority but i'd like to have keelan back and he wants to be back uh but if we sign one of the other wider bigger big wide receivers there's no need so it just depends on how much he wants and uh who else we sign uh, then I want I want to keep Smoot. Uh, he's good depth, uh, but it also depends on the money. Hopefully, he doesn't have too much of an ego and think he's worth too much, like Ngakwe did. Um, and then Sidney Jones, one thousand percent need to keep him, whether it's a one year deal or two year deal or whatever. He showed a lot of flashes, and he only really had a couple bad plays. He was just hurt most of the time, uh, so I'd really want him back. Uh, Tyler Eifert, if he's cheap, I'll take him back for a good tight end too, to either be a mentor for Freer Mouth or Freer Muth, whatever it is, uh, Kyle Muth. Pitts, whoever it be. Uh, he could be a. G <laughs> What's with the name pronunciation in this? In this, it's been said it's Friar Muth. Friar Muth? Oh, I've yes. never. It's the oh, one that, that we should know, but the bulky and whatever the other one was, bulky and bulk, whatever. That's understandable, but it's Friarmuth. Weird last name. Uh, but yeah, Eifert, like I said, he could be a good tight end too, good mentor. Uh, and then Trey Herndon. I didn't actually know he was a free agent. This is I just saw their list, and I was like, wait, he's a free agent? So, yeah, I'd like to re-sign him. He was good in the slot. Wait, why do I keep saying slot? That's a wide receiver. I'm having a rough that, day that, here, okay? That's a, that's Same difference. It's the, that's a position. There's just, it's called slot receiver, so you're fine. I know. But uh, he's, together, a, run a podcast. he's a corner. I don't know why I'm having such a rough day with stuff going on right now. But Trey Herndon, I'd like him back. He was good in the nickel. Um, he could actually get people down. Like, he actually got Deshaun Watson down a couple times like nobody else could. Uh, he sucks on the outside, though. Terrible. But any, and regardless, he's good depth either way. So I'd resign him. And then finally, Tyler Shatley, center. Uh, he's like 30 now. But I mean, we re-sign him to one-year deals like every year. It's like it's like it's an annual thing. Uh, so you might as well get your Shatley jersey if uh, you're a Jags fan. Um, number sixty-nine too. Nice. But but yeah, he's great depth. Uh, when Linder was hurt, there wasn't much of a difference. Obviously, Linder's a better pass protector, but Shatley's probably a little bit of a better run blocker, uh, and there wasn't too much difference in pass blocking. So those are my re-signs. Uh, ignore anything I said about free agents. That was that was an accident because I'm brain dead. 
Uh, I'll let Brian go now. We're just doing re-signings right now? Yes, just re-signings. All right, just making sure. So first and foremost, the first guy I'm picking to re-sign, and I'm obviously not in the majority here, is I'm going with Smoot. I'm paying Smoot. Obviously, you don't want to pay him too much, which I don't think he's going to do that. I think he understands his value, but it's somebody that I would want to keep, whether it's a 3-4 or 4-3. Um, I think he does fine. He's a good rotational guy in a 3-4 as well. I think he'd be good on the outside. Speak um, up slightly. I think he'd be a good option to just keep sticking around. He'd be on my top list for signing as soon as possible. Um, second would be Sidney Jones. Like, we don't need more holes than we already have, and corner wasn't too big of a hole until the end of the season when everyone was hurt. Um, and I believe that he's like, what, 24, 25. He's young. He's really young. So like, he's still growing. And with a new staff, he has that potential to grow into something even better. And he could be cornerback two or even number one, depending on how Hendo does. Um, after that, I would try to stick around with Trey Herndon. Like he struggled in on the outside, as you said, but he was pretty good in, in the nickel position, Josiah. And I think that he's worth Is this what we're going to do? Are we just going to be trolling me the whole time? Anyways, uh, Tyler Shatley. <laughs> Tyler Shatley would be a good uh, keep because, I mean, he's great depth. and he's, There was no problems when he was in when Linder was out. I think he's a great uh, addition to the backup role. He's good. You know, I would rather not lose him. Uh, keep Eifert. Like I said, like he said earlier, most of our picks are the same, but they're pretty obvious. Like, we need these guys. Like, Ivert would be a good tight end, too, um, for whoever we pick in the draft, which I'd imagine we pick a tight end, whether that may be. Hopefully, Kyle Pitts. Um, what about a wild card here that I completely forgot? Dakota Allen. He's going to be a free agent. Um, depth. He played pretty well when he did play. He had some Quincy moments. Williams there. is going to be back and healthy. Yeah, I know, but special teams. Quincy Williams is a weak side linebacker in a 4-3. Well, I mean... I wonder what, what he would do if... I wonder if he'd actually be worth keeping... We're talking depth, because Dakota Allen is depth. So. Yeah. Dakota oh, Allen trash. Dakota, oh, yeah, Dakota Allen was... He made a good play, and we thought, way, he might be nice. And then two seconds later, he made the worst play of his life. Oh, well, I said keep him because we need, he's very, very good on special teams, which we need to keep. This yeah. is Roast Brian now for picking Dakota Allen. Like, well, what are I, you doing? Why do you – what do you mean the Rams got rid of him for a reason? Yeah, he, really, he was a bad player on, on defense, but he's not a bad special teamer. He's pretty good on special teams if you pay attention, Josiah. I know. Um, I'm just messing with you. I'm and getting that's – Getting I defensive say, over there. I wanted to say keep, keep Keelan Cole, but – I feel like we could find a better option, whether that be Galladay or Allen Robinson or just anybody else. I think he walks. I think he asks for too much, or we just simply just move on. Um, if for some reason we don't get another signing, I, would, I wouldn't mind obviously keeping him, but I feel like there's other options out there that are better suited for us. Um, but we'll find out when we get to that point. The development of Brian. He went from hating DJ Chark and constantly saying Keelan Cole is wide receiver one, to then he's like, hey, actually, you know, I like <laughs> I like DJ Chark again. He's always open. Yeah, because uh, you guys showed me he was always open. But Keelan, hey, I mean, hey, Keelan hey, Cole hey, is fine. But hey, let me let me finish. Let me finish this <laughs> evaluation. Uh, and then you're like, but you're still on the Keelan Cole train, and now you're just like, yeah, Keelan Cole can walk. That's the evolution of Brian. But on to Sean. 
Okay, so my priority free agent is going to be Sidney Jones. Um, he, let's be honest, he was not good with the Eagles at all. And then he came here and played the best that he's played since being in the NFL. I think that he will bet on himself this year probably and take a one-year deal. I said like make like one year like five million, maybe six million a year, just a like a tryout. Um, try him out there again. I don't see why not. Uh, he has injury issues, so I mean that's why it might work. It might not work depending on how healthy he could he could stay. Um, Trey Herndon, I'm also going to bring back because uh, he's probably the best nickel currently on the roster by far. Uh, so Tyler Eifert is kind of weird because uh, his is actually like an option, which I never really, I didn't know that. Um, NFL contracts had options like that, but the club only had one last year. Yeah, I didn't know that. So it's a club option, and uh, I I fully expect them to pick that up. Uh, he could be a good tight end too, man, and he's a good veteran guy for if we do get a rookie or just a guy to have that. I mean, he actually stayed healthy last year, so that was surprising to a lot of people. Um, Shatley, I'm bringing back. He'll be cheap. He's a long tenure Jaguar. Um, yeah, the drop off from Linder to him. Wasn't that bad. Some people will say Linder was is vastly better. I don't. I like Linder. He's really good. But I mean, Shatley, I didn't. I didn't notice a big a big difference in play when he got in. Um, and a guy on my list that you guys don't have on yours is defensive end Adam Gotsis. I am definitely bringing him back. He has multiple scheme versatility. He can play big end in a four three. He can. He play was really good against end. the run. Yeah, he can play defensive end in a three four. He's a good run stuffer for a defensive end in a three four. He'll be good depth. Uh, so I'm definitely bringing him back. Um, that's pretty much all I have. I'm not, I don't have Smoot. I'm not bringing Smoot back. I think he's going to want too much money. Um, definitely not bringing back that linebacker that Brian said. That uh, linebacker. Names won't even be said. No, just, we're not going to go there again. Just not that linebacker. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at with that. All right. So Start those are our re-signings. Keyword re do what? He's going to get canceled for not saying names. You remember that uh, WNBA player who's where a uh, guy was like, oh. Oh, said, number what so-and-so is nice. Like, and he's just like, say my name or something. And I was like, that's I don't know. How, it's I don't know it. Yeah, it's, when you say you're a number, that's a sign of respect. <laughs> he took it another way. So, yes, yeah, so not saying Dakota Allen's name is disrespectful, guys. Come on now. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. <laughs> I love how Sean went from laughing. Ha, 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 ha. Moving on, but there's been so, guys. This this episode's been fun to record because there's just been so there's so so much banter this time. We probably bantered more than we have given any actual knowledge. That's what happens when the chemistry starts coming together. But um, let's go ahead and move on to what I accidentally started doing. Uh, we're gonna go for our free agent goals. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and start this. As you guys know, I said Justin Simmons and John Johnson. Uh, those are my top two safeties because I, I really want us to sign a safety, uh, especially these guys. They're really good safeties. Uh, we have so much money. I don't care. Drop the bag on them. You're going to overpay anyways, uh, and they're worth it. Um, there are a few other safeties that, I mean, Sean, Brian might say them, but there's a few other safeties I'd be okay with. I wouldn't be mad, but those are my top two. Uh, my, one of my biggest ones that I want is Leonard Williams. Because, I mean, I doubt we're going to get him. I think he might – He's. I, th I honestly think he's going to re-sign with New York or get tagged, one or the other. But I really love him for that defensive line. Uh, 
he he's just much better than what we have there. Um, and he he adds to it because we do have Devon Hamilton, but you can't have one one player. Uh, then I'd like like we were speaking about receiver. I have Allen Robinson or Kenny Galladay, but actually, uh, I hadn't changed this, but I know Sean's going to say it, so this is kind of a spoiler, but Curtis Samuel, I really like Curtis Samuel too, and I think that one's probably the most plausible of the three. Stealing my thunder, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to do it, because he's from, um, because he played with uh, Urban, actually, Uh, so that would make sense, and I think he's probably a better scheme fit, but... I'd really love Allen Robinson to come back to the Jags or Kenny Galladay. They're both really good players. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, if for some reason we can't get any of them, Keelan Cole's not bad. Keelan Cole played really well last year. He was open all the time. I don't care about his statistics. Uh, then let's move on to offensive line, like we were speaking about earlier. Protect Trevor. Don't let him do what Mahomes had to do in, in the Super Bowl. Uh, so I put Trent Williams. This is my number one uh, because of how good he is. Uh, and I don't care if he's 30. Uh, how old was Calais when we signed him? And he was good for – he. he's like second or third in franchise sacks, and he was with us for three years at an old age. So I don't care. Give Trent Williams money and give us a good tackle, left tackle specifically, to protect uh, Trevor. Uh, but I also put Brandon Scherf. Because, I mean, this one's not necessarily. I just really like Brandon Scherf. I think he's a really good guard. And I think we could use a guard. But there's stuff we could do. We could draft somebody, move Taylor, blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of stuff we could do at the guard position. But I'd love – I mean, if we sign Brandon Scherf, I'd like it. I think Brandon Scherf's a great guard. Uh, And then my last two are Ryan Kerrigan or Shaq Barrett. Because I think we're moving to a 3-4. I think we all do. I think it's pretty obvious. and Shaq Barrett is a tremendous edge rusher in a 3-4 with uh, – I mean, he got the second most pressures in a Super Bowl per PFF behind Nick Bosa by only, like, one or two. He had, like, knee, he nearly 20 pressures in the entire game. Uh, he led the league in sacks just last year, 19-and-a-half. This year he only had eight. But basically ever since he got out from behind Von Miller, this guy's been incredible – and I think he'd be great for us. He's also a veteran. But then if you can't get him, which I think he's going to go back to Tampa Bay. He already said he's going to, but again, just because he says it doesn't mean he actually will. Uh, Sean was saying he wants to old takes exposed everything they were saying yesterday at the party. <laughs> I hope so. But And then I said Ryan Kerrigan because he's old. He's in his 30s, I believe, but he's still he's not bad. He, he's a good um, veteran presence, and he could probably get some reps too. Uh, but yeah, those are my re-signing guys. Uh, Brian, I'll let you go. We're going to keep Sean last in all of these because, like I said, he did more in-depth on this kind of stuff. But Brian, it is your turn. Yeah, so – oh, God, voice crack. <clears throat> so, since you started out with Trent Williams, I'm going to go with a different approach. I'm going to go to the defensive side of the side of the ball. Leonard Williams, throw the bag. I mean, Trent Williams, throw the bag, but – Leonard Williams, throw the bag. We need to need some defensive tackle. Plug a hole in free agency before the draft. Kind of limit or not limit, but make our options less strenuous when we get to the draft and, you know, make it easier for our picks. Then I would say get Trent Williams to protect Lawrence. Because um, we all know Trent Williams is very good. Age, as you said, does not matter, especially when he's playing at a high level and 
left tackles for some reason. Oh, we're sponsoring now pretzels. Um, for some reason, left tackles have a very good tendency to have a very lengthy career uh, if they don't have too many injuries, if they keep themselves healthy. And Williams has done that. And I think he's still in a prime position to play. And we need that veteran presence on the line as well. And someone we can hold on for, for a year or two at, be at least. And then probably even get a guy in the draft to be his predecessor or someone in the first round in the next year or two. Um, wide receiver. If we don't keep Keelan Cole, which I mean, I want, I would say we, we try to, but like it wouldn't be a priority. Um, but I would say as a homer, I'm going with Alan Robinson. I want to bring him home. Um, but he, he may, he may not, he may, he may not. We don't know. Um, if we didn't get Robinson, I'd go for Kenny Galladay. And then obviously Keelan Cole option three. Um, I mean, I got to check the other options, but those are my top priorities for the wide receiver position to help Trevor. And here's a little bit of a uh, surprise that some people may find. Alex Smith as a quarterback signing for a veteran presence. Um, Alex Smith is not a free agent. This is if he gets cut. Is he not? No, he's still under contract for a year, but it's believed he might get cut because he's expensive. Okay. Then, yeah, he would be my choice if he is cut um Fitz is the one who's a um free agent by the way yeah Fitz would be my option if Alex Smith can't be higher or signed because both are great presences for Trevor Lawrence and great options if god forbid Trevor went down um most important thing in the NFL is if you don't have a good backup you are in trouble even if they start for 10 years because you never know um another signing I would like to do is Jamal Williams got to have another pace changer in the backfield with Robinson. So he's not taking 90% of the snaps and nearly dying in the process because he took a lot of snaps last year. I feel like you just stole, I feel like you just stole Sean's thunder. Like I did earlier. Yep. That was my guy. Well, We're just stealing uh, all the Sean's guys. Oh, I've got an, I've got two interesting ones that I know you guys don't have. So Jamal Williams, next one, I'm going to the secondary and I'm, this is a maybe. But it's something I looked into. Carl Joseph, strong safety. Who? Carl Joseph. Okay, I was, I was eating a pretzel. Because he's on Cleveland. Of course you are. He's in Cleveland. They just got Ronnie Harrison, who's up and down with Cleveland. You know, he's sunk with us, but he's, he's had his moments of good and bad there. I think they, they bite on that, and they let go of Joseph, and I think we end up snagging him up for strong safety. Plug a hole. And then one of my sleeper picks that I have been wanting more and more recently is Marcus Williams, free safety, who's going to be a free agent with the Saints. 24 years old, one of the best safeties in the league this year, well, according to PFF at least, but he's actually one of the best safeties this year, but this year has been very good for that defense, and I think that he would be a phenomenal addition to the defensive uh, defense in general and would be a big upgrade over, who is it, uh, Jared Wilson. Jared Wilson. Gerard Wilson. Yes, Jared. Gerard Wilson. Yes. He a big upgrade over Gerard. Sorry, Gerard. I'd let go of you. We also have Josh Jones. He's he stinks. Yeah, he's a tackler at best. I Sean think. looks like he's like waiting this week. Sean is like yeah, so like, ready. Uh, I'm ready for this. Yeah, but that's my signings. It's got seven signings. I'd say about the root two or three. Big money signings. The rest of them are mid-level to lower tier, I guess you could say. Marcus Williams would probably get paid a lot, though, so maybe four. But overall, would be great signings. Like I said, Carl Jones is a maybe, so if not, at least six. And if Alex Smith can't be done, then it would be uh, 
Ryan Fitzpatrick, and if wide receivers can't be signed, then we go back to Keelan Cole. Sean, you look antsy. The floor is yours. Just taking all my picks, man. All of you. This is what sucks about going last, but it's okay. It's okay. You can go first next time. How about that? It is okay. <laughs> uh, I went bonkers with my free agency. I'm like, yo, Jaguars got all the money. I don't care about being cheap. Shad Khan's not cheap. You can get all these deals done. Huge signing bonuses, offsets, cap hit. Uh, he's been known to, we've been known to do that already. Priority number one is Trent Williams. I, I'm, I'm paying him 22, 23 million a year. I don't, whatever he wants. I'm just, yo, whatever you want, you got it, dog. It's yours. Take it. Blank check. Because he has had his fair share of injuries over the years. I don't even think he played a full season last year. I think he played 14 games. Um, but you're talking about a future Hall of Famer at the position, probably. He's been regarded as probably top two, and he's not two left tackles in the game since he's been in. Uh, definitely throwing the bag at him. Um, one that I have on here, this is just me connecting dots. This isn't necessarily what I would do. This is what I think might happen, is outside linebacker Matt Judon from the Ravens. I'm not the biggest fan of him, but we, did, we do have Joe Colin now, who was the, a Ravens defensive line coach. We have some, a whole bunch of other play, people who came from the Ravens, I believe. Um, so I think he might be – I wouldn't pay him a lot of money. Like someone was saying that he reportedly wants like $20 million. I would laugh in his face if he told me that. You know, like I'm not paying you $20 million, bro. You had six sacks last year. Uh, maybe like 10 to 12. I doubt he would take it. If I can't get him, I would go Ryan Kerrigan. I've been talking about getting Ryan Kerrigan for like two years now. Uh, especially now that we're transitioning to a 3-4. You're talking about a guy – who, who better for Caleb on Chase on to learn from than the guy who's been doing it at a pretty high level since he's been in the league? Ryan Kerrigan should have been a Jaguar, and he would have been a Jaguar had Gene Smith not gone behind Jack Del Rio's back, traded up, and got Blaine Gabbert in 2011. Ryan Kerrigan would have been a Jaguar. I guarantee it. Um, hey, 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 hey. Blaine Gabbert is a Super Bowl champion. Do not disrespect. I thought he was going to be good. <laughs> um. I didn't think it was going to be good. I wanted him to be good. Let's just say that. Uh, center Corey Lindsley from the Packers. Now, this one might be controversial because of we have a guy who should be a perennial pro bowler in Brandon Linder. But we all know when – what was Brandon Linder drafted as, guys? Can you guys tell me? Guard. Now, tell me, Brian, was he good at playing guard? Yes. Yes. Was, was he better than one A.J. Can at playing guard? Yes. yes. So, if you sign center Corey Lindsley – what could you do with Brian Linder? Or Brandon also, Linder? Centers are generally move him back to right guard. Too. You can move Brandon Linder to right guard. Brandon Linder makes a lot of money, actually. Centers are historically cheaper than guards. And then, you know, as you further you go out, the more expensive it gets. So you sign Corey Lindsay to a, a modest deal. I, I think I read that he was probably his market value is anywhere from six to eight million per. I would do that. Move Brandon Linder over to right guard. That's a huge fix on the O line right there. You're looking pretty good right now. Uh, so you're talking about O-line so far. It's Trent Williams. This is Norwell. if everybody stays healthy because Trent could get hurt. Brandon yeah. could anybody get hurt. Be optimistic, Josiah. Any, anybody can get hurt. You can get hurt. Yeah. I know. It's just we have an injury-prone <laughs> offensive line, it seems. Your left tackle is going to be Trent Williams, Andrew Norwell, Corey Lindsley, Brandon Linder, and I'll get to the right tackle later. You're talking about the, probably the best interior offensive line in football by far, in my opinion. A lot of money tied up in it, but it's Trevor Lawrence, baby. Got to keep him upright. And Lindsley's not even that expensive. Give him eight mil a year. That's not bad at all. 
not at all. And then, so another one I have is tight end Johnny Smith. I want to get somebody, anybody in here who can be a good athletic uh Mismatched tight end. I think Johnny Smith could be that guy. And also, I'm tired of watching him burn the Jaguars twice a year. Sick of seeing it. First it was Delaney Walker. Now it's him. I'm done. He's going to be on our team now. You know, it's funny. I actually wanted to draft him when he was in the draft. I think he was a late-round pick, right? I think he went to uh, uh, FIU, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Yeah, I think so. I think a little bit of a tidbit story off topic. He was actually in a domestic violence case. Not a like, not him doing it, but his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, dumped boiling water all over him on his back. And it was a big story. Um, Poor guy. Yeah, it was bad. But I would, I loved him coming out of college. I wanted him. I thought he was a sleeper. And he's got some serious potential. Dude has really good speed for the position. Exceptional speed, in my yeah. opinion, for the position. Uh, definitely would love to get him as a target for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, nice safety blanket. Him and Tyler Eifert, you're one and two. Twin tight end sets all day, baby. Or, or, hear me out, Johnny Smith, Pat Fryermuth. Or, or, hear or, me out, or, hear me or, out, or, hear me out, hear me out. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, Jonu Smith, Tyler Eifert. No, that's too much. You no, got to you you get, get rid of Eifert. You got to get rid of Eifert. I think if you get Jonu Smith, you don't draft a tight end. That's me personally. Mm. So Jonu Smith, Eifert. What if you move Colin Johnson to tight end? We won't get into that right now. That's a talk for another time. Yeah. Uh, I'm not done yet. We're still going. Wide receiver. I'm getting Curtis Samuel, baby. Allen Robinson, he ain't coming back. Y'all, that's a pipe dream. Get it out of your head. He's not happening. Kenny Galladay, he's a little injury prone. He's also going to only pretty much play outside and not slot. I want Chanel and Chark on the outside. I'm, I'm, well, I don't want Chanel in the slot, except for sometimes. I'm tired of seeing this guy run crossing routes. I'm tired of seeing this guy run drag routes. Send him deep. He gets open. We saw it last year with Mike Glenn and drop one in the bucket for him. Give me, Curtis, give me Curtis Samuel. He is the ideal slot. He's going to be the perfect guy to complement those two outside weapons. He's going to give Trevor Lawrence a reliable weapon over the center. He can also line up in the backfield. He could be an RB2 if you want him to. Do that. Speaking of RB2, my next one, Jamal Williams. Give me that guy. This guy can also return kicks. Who sucks at returning kicks? Chris Claybrooks. Get him off my team. <laughs> hey, depending on Keelan Cole, if we re-sign Keelan Cole for cheap, which if, if, if. He's a good kicker too. He's a good returner. But Jamal Williams, he returns kicks. I did not know that until I watched. I was watching some Packers games last year. I was like, wow, this big dude's returning kicks. He's not that bad at it. Then I got quarterback. I got Ryan Fitzpatrick slash Alex Smith. If Alex Smith gets cut, he's definitely coming here, in my opinion. Talk about the ideal uh, mentor for a young Trevor Lawrence coming in. And who did Alex, who, did, who coached Alex Smith in college? Oh, my God. Urban Meyer. And Crazy, who, right? And who did Alex Smith mentor? Give it to me. Uh, Patrick freaking Mahomes, guys. The only difference here is – I need that. Let's play at this table. The only difference here is Trevor starting from day one. That's fine. That's fine. God forbid something happens in the struggle. Knowledge is knowledge. Yeah. That's fine. Alex Smith is going to mentor this guy. I can't think of any two quarterbacks, honestly, better to learn from. Robert's Patrick, he's seen it all. He's played it all. I got another one. I got another one. I got another one. Who recently did really good that sat by, that got sat behind uh, Alex Smith? Who he had the best playoff performance. Best play, that he just Alex got Smith? resigned. What sat behind Alex Smith? Not for long, but still, he sat behind Alex Smith. Oh, Tyler Heineke. Yes. <laughs> uh, see, hey, you go to you get around Alex Smith. What happens? You become good. 
Exactly. And Tyler Crazy. Haneke was not good until he was behind Alex Smith. I'm just saying. Now I'll be quiet now. When it goes comes to the safe, I do want to address the safety position. I was thinking, you know, Marcus Williams, Marcus May, Justin Simmons, any of these guys that they would be good. Uh, John Johnson the third. However, the more I got thinking about it, in my opinion, safety is almost like the running back of defense. I'm not going to invest a lot of money in it. I'm just not going to. Just get a guy who can who can who's who can, who can cover decent and has good range and he doesn't miss a lot of tackles. This one's going to be controversial, and I'm only saying this pick because he played for Urban Meyer in college is Malik Hooker. I'm giving him a one-year prove-it deal. He's very injury-prone, but I'm giving him a one-year prove-it deal. Come play free safety. You can move Gerard Wilson over to strong safety. He's, he can play either one, uh, or you can, you can draft a guy. We'll see if I do coming up. Stay tuned in, see if I draft a guy. Uh, Malik Hooker, I just think it makes too much sense. I don't think the Colts are going to re-sign him. Uh, he's kind of been a bust since he's been there, but he hasn't been healthy. One-year prove-it deal. He's not going to be expensive. It, it, it can't hurt, in my opinion. He was a really good prospect. He's really good he was. as long as it's he's It's just healthy. the injuries, man. He's like, the, he's like, listen, with Colts and the safety, he's always getting hurt. Bob Sanders, now it's Malik Hooker. It's like habitual with them. Malik but, Hooker. PFF, yeah. they actually released their uh, all-time prospect. Uh, or Not all-time, but since like the past decade or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, all decade, it was all decade prospect, and Malik Hooker was uh, up there with safety. I'm not gonna lie, when the Colts picked him, I was scared. I was like, man, this guy is gonna be an intercepting machine. And I mean, he was when he was he healthy. He actually still has. I'm pretty sure he's only played four years. I think he has exactly numbers of, of interceptions. So I mean, he has a lot of interceptions. If he can stay healthy. He might could earn himself a, a decent deal here. You know, he gets he gets a one year prove it. He stays healthy. He might can earn himself a three year deal. It's the same thing that goes with Sidney Jones and the re-signings. He gets a one-year deal. He can go off. You give him a three-year deal. And he's, he's a free agent again by the time he's 28. Oh, my God. You get another payday. So that's my list. Uh, it's not necessarily everything I would do. It's just things that I would do slash I think they could do. Like the Matt Judon and the Malik Hooker is kind of like what I think they might do because just the familiarity, familiarity with the players, with the coaches that they brought in. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, with Alex Smith. Alex Smith, like, if he gets cut, I would bet money he comes to the Jags. Unless he retires, I'd, like, go to – if I was – if I legally could, I'd go to Vegas and bet my home on it. Jaguars have money. I would give him a substantial deal. I would almost pay him $10 million. Because, yeah, we have a lot of money, so we have uh, – Why not gonna... invest in a, in a good backup just in case, because he can come in and win games. He was 5-1 and one this year. He can come in and win games if Trevor gets hurt. I would pay him 10 mil, give him a big signing bonus, make the cap hit small. It's too simple. Pretty much. And uh, But the reason I think I, I bet so much money on it is he was coached by Urban Meyer. He was drafted by Trent Balk, Balky, whatever. I'm going to say Balk. I don't care. He's beloved by Urban Meyer. Let's not just but, say he played for him. This guy is beloved. Yeah, Urban Meyer actually said he was the best quarterback he ever coached. They're beloved by each other, let's be real. Like, it's a total bromance going on with these two dudes. Yeah, like, there's there's no 1,000% Alex Smith is to the Jaguars if that happens. But we're about to go on a break, but I just want to go ahead and give a little note. I put uh, the Jags position needs for pre-free agency size draft. I know we've already talked, so this is kind of a moot point because you guys have already figured that out. But... Obviously, we need the safety, we need defensive line, we need offensive line, we need quarterback, we need tight end, and we need cornerback. Position uh, needs. Throw a dart, you'll find one. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. But yeah, guys, we're going to go ahead and take another break. When we get back, we are going to be going into our mock drafts. So, 
If you like draft season, stay tuned. Uh, you guys got anything funny to say on this exit like like last time? No, I'm just ready to get into it. If you can't tell, I'm super hype already. Okay. And Brian's just there like... I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> Protect your chicken. We'll see you guys in a second. We are back, guys. So this, this screen looks a little bit different. Obviously, you can see us. We're over here. Brian's below me, and then Sean's below Brian. So this is a little bit different way to see us, but we are. I'm sharing my screen because it is mock draft time. So obviously, you guys can see a seven-round mock draft on your screen right now. This is my mock draft. So we're going to go ahead and get into the mock drafts. Uh, what we did is basically all three of us, we made our own individual uh, mock drafts on our own time. And we're going to explain each pick, uh, the thought process that went behind it, uh, and we're going to keep and we're going to rotate, uh, and then, then we're going to do an entire first round mock draft after this. But you guys, this is Jags time right now. So obviously, uh, the pick might be Justin Fields, might be Zach Wilson, but I personally am taking Trevor Lawrence. I don't know about them. Uh, stay tuned to see who they take at number one. Could be a surprise. Could not be. Stay tuned. But obviously I took Trevor Lawrence at number one because Jags need a quarterback. Uh, no explanation needed. Uh, number at number 25, oh, let me, let me uh, emphasize this. We did no trades, by the way, because you have to pay to do trades on this. So we're just like, no trades. Uh, I mean, to be honest, let's be fair. The Jags had 12 picks last year, and they didn't trade a single one for some reason. But uh, I went... Offensive tackle Jalen Mayfield at number twenty-five. I think he uh, had a lot of has a lot of value at twenty-five. I think he could go earlier than that, uh, possibly to the Bears, somebody else. The tackle rankings have gone up and down. So, besides Rashawn Slater and actually Rashawn Slater and even Penny Sewell, they've rotated. Like every single tackle has moved up and spot up and all around. Like there's nobody that's a guaranteed. They're the top prospect anymore. It used to be Penny Sewell. Uh, but it's not anymore. A lot of people have uh, Rashawn Slater above him, but that's regardless. I took Jalen Mayfield. He, uh, I believe he played mostly right tackle in college, and uh, but obviously he could play left tackle too. Uh, most of these guys have played right tackle but can play left tackle. Uh, but then again, I kind of took this with the thought of drafting Trent Williams for left tackle, so he would be playing right tackle. He'd be competing with uh, Jawan Taylor for that right tackle spot. Uh, so it'd either be him or Jawan Taylor at that spot. And whoever loses that, if we don't do the uh, kicking Brandon Linder to guard situation, that uh, Brian uh, – did I just say Brian? That Sean said. See, I'm having a rough day still. Sorry, Sean. But, uh, but yeah, if we don't do that situation, then you could kick whoever loses. Uh, I'm not sure how Mayfield would play at guard, but I think Jawan Taylor could play fine at guard, I'm pretty sure. Uh, as a Florida fan and from stuff I've seen, I think he'd be fine. Most think, tackle, I most Mayfield, guys can do what? I think Mayfield can play inside if he has to. I think um, so. I think so too. Dude was a really solid right tackle for Michigan. Uh, I think he definitely could slide in if he had to. Yeah, I, th I think the same goes for Jawan Taylor. I think whoever loses could kick into right guard because A.J. Can, I, there's no reason A.J. Can should touch the field as a starter next year. You could literally move right. You could do what – you could do what Sean said 
and move Linder to right guard. You, you can, can do what I say and move a ta- one of these two tackles to guard. I just whispers. AJ Can wasn't that bad last year. At the beginning of the year, I mean, he wasn't that it, bad the whole year. He actually played better than most people will give him credit for because people hate on him because he sucked for three years straight. I'll give him some credit. Four years but straight. I'll give him some credit because he did play better last year, but he's still not better than doing either of he's our. Super plans. cheap. That's his only benefit. Is he's super cheap? Exactly. And honestly, I want to protect Trevor. Uh, I just want to get somebody young uh, who's going to be the future because I don't. I mean, AJ Can's not old, but you get my point. Um, so yeah, whoever loses that battle would go to right guard. Uh, and then let's move on to Christian Barmore at number 33. He's the best defensive tackle in the draft. I do not care what you say because uh, there's no reason you can give me that anybody else is better. This isn't. This is a very deep defensive tackle draft, but there's no super like Quinnen Williams defensive tackle in this draft. There's no super high number one defensive tackle that's going to go top five, like Derek Brown, Quinn and Williams. But it's a very deep draft, like Sean. At first, everybody was saying it was a kind of mid-defensive tackle draft, but then Sean did convince me that it's a really deep defensive tackle draft. It's just there's not that big number one guy. It's deep. It's just it's really heavy in rounds. Late one, if you're thinking Barmore there, uh, second and third round is heavy. A lot of guys – there's that Levi Orunzuerke, I think that's what his name is like that, something like that. Davion Nixon. Yeah. Uh, a lot of guys like that in that range. Yeah, it was kind of interesting that there's not that big because most, most of the years there's that one defensive tackle that's going to go top 10, sometimes top five, but not this year. But uh, Christian Barmore, he was dominant with, uh, with Alabama, like most Alabama defensive tackles are. Uh, in the SEC championship game, he was always in Kyle Trask's face. In the in the national championship game, he was he was insane. He was easily the best player on the field. I mean, depending on who you – because Devontae Smith didn't play the entire game. That's my excuse for saying Christian Barmore was the best player in that game. Um, so, yeah, and Jags need another defensive tackle. Obviously, like I said earlier, uh, this this – because we would possibly sign Leonard Williams, but like I said, I don't think we're going to get Le- Leonard Williams. I just – I want to badly, but I just don't think it's going to happen. It's just the most unlikely in my opinion. Uh, and we do have Devon Hamilton and uh, – who? why am I blanking again? Who's the other defensive tackle? Doug Undrafted Costin. rookie. Costin. Doug Costin. Doug Costin's good rotational piece. Uh, he had flashed some, but I think he'd be best at a rotational spot. So get Christian Barmore, get your guy to put alongside uh, Devon Hamilton or whatever you want to do with them. Uh, get your defensive tackles, solidify this defensive line. And then now let's move on to 46. I think you can pin this guy as if as a Jacksonville Jaguar, unless somebody takes him before us. But I, if I think he's available at 46, I mean, we might even take him at 33. I think, oh, uh, uh, guys, uh, I think we just had a little bit of a, a little bit of a situation. I think Sean just died. Um, well, we're going to pause. We'll continue this in a second, guys. Uh, yeah, see you guys in a second. All right, we are back. Uh, Sean is here. Uh, Sean, you want to explain yourself real quick? My computer was like, yo, your battery's low. And then it was like, bye. And I was like, yo, you're plugged in but it wasn't. (laughs) 
All right, let me restart where I was, what I was saying, though. If he's a, if at 46, uh, if this player is at 46, pin him a Jaguar. If he's at 33, even, I mean, I think he'll be there at 33. We, he might even go there. I think you can almost pin Pat Fryermuth as a Jaguar. Because, uh, for one, he's a great tight end, obviously. He's the second best tight end in the class, in my opinion. Uh, he went down with an injury, and I think that's why he fell so much to this point. Same reason Juwan Taylor fell. Same reason Miles Jack fell. This is gonna. I think this could be that injury causes him to fall to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the big reason I think you can pin him a Jaguar is because today in our hires, we hired his tight end coach from college who got him the second most tight, tight end touchdowns last year. Uh, and Pat even quote tweeted uh, the Jaguars hiring him as our tight end coach. So I think he's going to bang the table for uh bang on the table for uh I what am I uh, he's going to bang on the table for us to draft Pat um and I think that'd be a great decision cuz I think Pat's going to be a good tight end. Uh, obviously he's no Kyle Pitts, but he's still very good. Uh I mean it's hard to say anybody's Kyle Pitts cuz nobody's Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is probably if I mean, this isn't even just my bias. I think Kyle Pitts is the best tight end process prospect ever. Uh, but call that bias, call it whatever you want. I don't think it's bias, but take it how you will. So, Pat, number forty six, tight end. Hopefully, we we solve our tight end issue. Uh, now let's move on to sixty five. Greg Newsom, the second. I don't know much about Greg Newsom, but. He's uh, one of those mixed – because once you get past the top three corners, in my opinion, of Sertain, Farley, and uh, Horn, once you get past them, it's kind of uh, whoever – it's just a mix of a bunch of guys that could go in, in random order. There's no really solidified four, five, six, no specific. So I picked Greg Newsom because I think he was the best corner available at the time. Uh, I think he was also a position – I think he was the best position available. Available. Available too. Available? I can't speak. Yeah. I'm having he, uh, issues today. Yeah, Greg Newsom was a beast for uh, Northwestern, uh, but I, I've actually seen him getting some first round buzz by certain mock drafters too. Yeah, I've seen that too, and I think he's pretty good on the outside, which uh, would be interesting because I don't. He's not a slot corner. I, I think, think he'd be good to back up uh, Sydney and CJ, considering both of them got hurt last year. So yeah, yeah, I think so. And obviously, we need cornerback. Um, uh, we can figure out slot elsewhere. I think Trey Herndon did good in – why do I keep saying slot? Nickel. It's because I'm used to talking about – I like offense. I'm an offensive guy. That's why I keep saying slot. But uh, I'm just going to keep saying slot. Screw it. I use I both. It. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. It's the same thing. Exactly. So, basically, he's our, our, our slot cornerback is going to be Trey Herndon, most likely. He's pretty good there. So, Greg Newsom fills a hole, especially if somebody gets hurt. Uh, and I think he's going to be a beast, too. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to 105. Uh, Andre Cisco safety. Like I said, I like safety. I think we need a safety. Uh, Cisco is the best safety on the board. He's a ball hawk. He actually had the most interceptions of any player in college football in the past couple of years. Uh, obviously, when you're a ball hawk, that does kind of mean you get really beat sometimes because you attack the ball and then that kind of kind of kills you. That's uh, one of Cisco's issues. Uh, Cisco, he has to work on that. But I think he's a ball hawk. He's great. I think he could be great safety if he's worked on well. He was the best safety available, and it was also a uh, 
another one of the best players available at the time. So then we move on to 129, Ronnie Perkins, Edge. Uh, I believe, was he at the Senior Bowl? I, Ronnie Perkins, I've heard his name for a while as an edge, and he's, I think he could be good, uh, but he could also be a really good rotational piece, depth, piece, depth, piece. Uh, obviously we need help on the edge because our pass rush last year was bad, but obviously going into 2021, we are going to have Josh Allen back, Chasen's hopefully developing, Devon Hamilton will be back. Uh, hopefully a free agent signing or two, and all these guys were drafting. So I think the defensive line could be really good next year, and I think Ronnie Perkins would help the rotation. Moving on to 144, Trey Sermon, running back, Ohio State. Everybody's probably wondering why he goes so late because of how he did. Recency bias makes everybody think he's a super good running back going high, which I think he's a good running back, but I think he's going to be a later-round pick. And I picked him up because I think he's going to be a good guy to back up James Robinson if we don't get Jamal Williams or somebody else. Because we cannot give James Robinson every carry. He's not going to last long. Running backs that do that don't last long enough unless you're built like Derrick Henry. Um, so I think we need to get help, some help for uh, James Robinson. I think Trey Sermon there is probably the best possible situation besides maybe signing uh, Jamal Williams. Uh, I think Trey Sermon is – probably the best thing you can get because he's really fast do both, do both. Yeah, jamal, do both williams, yeah. jamal williams can catch that's true and trey sermon he, he's fast he's fast he could he could be that home run guy uh and then 169 this is a pick that um first off nice uh but this is a pick this is a pick that uh Sean, Brian, all three of us, we've, we've kind of thought about it, talked about it. Not too, we haven't talked about it too much, but we've, we have had our moments where we've talked about it, and we all kind of have a, a consistent, consensus opinion on Brady Christian, Christensen. He's from BYU. He was the tackle protecting Zach Wilson. He had a fantastic year. He was dominant, and his only issue, it was the same reason people didn't like Zach Wilson for so long. His opponents are trash. North Alabama. But when who? you dominate on a consistent basis, that's what you exactly. want to see when you're playing trash people. Exactly. He dominated. He hit happy, didn't he have like the best he had a 90, grade? He had like a 96-something uh, protection rating yeah. by PFF. And that, dude, dude is insane. He's going to be good, I, I believe. He has he good size. He was dominating. And if he, if he falls this far just because of his opponents he played, give me him. Because I think this could be the steal of the draft. Uh, that's not a that's not a um, skill position, obviously. Because obviously, sit, let him sit behind Trent for three years. Exactly, and then just because he'll be cheap, so you're not sitting somebody expensive like Jalen Mayfield necessarily. You're just sitting him. He could, and he could really grow too. Like I just think that's a great position. Uh, I mean, that's a great position, obviously, because it's a tackle. That's a great pick there. Uh, I think he could be really helpful for the future when Trent is done. Uh, and I think just the value of that pick. Then I rounded it off at 2020, 2025 or 225 and 246, uh, both wide receivers. Cause these are really late picks. These are just kind of where you go for guys that you think might have a shot to compete, uh, be something good. Cause Frank Darby, he went to the senior bowl. He did really good at the senior bowl. 
uh, in the practices. It's kind of what made me, his name popped in my head. So I picked him. And then as a Florida fan, I think Trayvon Grimes, I mean, it's, it's a 246. It's kind of a crap shoot, uh, that you pick somebody and you hope they work out. I think Trayvon Grimes, he could be good. He embarrassed Patrick Sertain. Uh, he's got to work on the routes. He's got – he's great size. I mean, he reminds me of Colin Johnson, if we're honest here. Uh, he's a little bit shorter. He's like an inch shorter than Colin Johnson. But same kind of thing. Big receiver, dominates on 50-50 balls. He's got to work on catching the ball, though. He has too many drops. Um, yeah, I think he could be good if he figures out the hands and works on not running routes so so stiff. Uh, but, yeah, those last two picks are kind of – crap shoots hoping that they could turn out to be somebody and they could i mean we saw colin johnson in the fifth i mean fifth round's less of a crap shoot than the seventh is but yeah that that is mine so let's go ahead and move on to the next one you can announce yourself yeah these are my picks um it's cut off at the last at the bottom so we're going to do a second picture um trevor lawrence obviously is my first pick no-brainer. Uh, he's the best quarterback in the draft, best quarterback in the last Why? Why not, why not Zach Wilson? Because Zach Wilson is good, but he's not worth the number one pick. Okay, I just had to. I love Zach Wilson. If we oh, he's worth it in any other draft but this one. Yeah, he's worth it in any draft but this one. If he was, if this was last year or next year, he'd be number one pick. He's so basically maybe. Joe Burrow. The Joe Burrow would be Zach Wilson. If Joe Burrow was in this draft, Trevor Lawrence would probably still go one, and Zach Wilson, Aaron Joe Burrow would go two, like Zach Wilson. Yep. Same concept. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> so Trevor Lawrence, no brainer. Um, future of the franchise. You could say this is a reach, but Josiah obviously is very thrilled by this, but it's not a reach. He played like a bat out of hell, Kadarius Tony. He's um, an alien. He's un, un I don't think he's human. I think he's inhumane completely. Um, that even makes sense. Inhumane. Inhumane? Uh, you mean inhuman? inhuman. He's inhumane yes. to the DBs. What are you talking about, Sean? Yeah, there we go. Thank you for saving me. Yeah, Kadarius Tony would be an absolutely incredible change of pace type of wide receiver. He'd be a great slot receiver. Running those freaking slant routes, just zigging around everybody. Slot. Slot is the slot. spot for Kadarius Tony. If you need a slot wide receiver in the first round, take Kadarius Tony because he's the. LaVisca Chenault is who people think is a slot receiver. Sorry to cut you off. But people think he's a slot receiver. But, no, you need to run LaVisca deep. Yep. Kadarius Tony can run deep, fine. But putting him in the slot, giving him the slant routes, the short routes, all that kind of yeah. slot receiver. His short stick. area quickness is, is too is so elite. And then his yards after the catch because he's, he's not human. He can The way he runs with the ball looks so funny, but the way he jukes people, somebody's going to tear an ACL trying to tackle him, bro. You've got Sean, you're not Sean, you've got uh, Josiah over here fanboying about uh, Tony. But, I'm going uh, to help you pronounce this next one. Trevon Mo Morig. Trayvon Merig. Merig. What? Trayvon uh, Merig. No Trayvon, way. Trayvon Merig. I uh, watch a lot of mock drafts on YouTube. This is, Sean is capping right now. <laughs> okay, it's Trayvon Merig. Anyways. He's been he's regarded as one of the better safeties in the class. Um, he ended up falling to the second round, so I instantly picked him up because we need a safety. And you know, obviously, everything in my expectations is not guaranteed to happen. So I'm kind of basing it off of if something happens or if it doesn't happen, blah blah blah. Trayvon Merrick was a option, and I was like, yes, instantly. I think he'd be a great addition to our secondary. 
And then another one that I think I'm pretty sure everyone had has at 45 or 33 is Pat Fryermuth. Ignore me being an idiot, guys. Sorry, I just <laughs> I was muting myself off and on because I was about to say something, and then I accidentally closed the video, so you just saw me for a second. Yeah, I think Mo Ray. How do you say it again, Sean? Merrig. 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 I think Merrig fell to the 33 just because same concept as a uh, as what's it called? Um, how am I already forgetting my draft pick? But the defensive tackle, just because oh, safeties aren't the best, they don't have the most value. Plus, yeah, running, back, uh, running back to the defense. Exactly. Yep. Like Sean said, running back to the defense. And he's not he's not an incredible, like, oh, my gosh, but he is the best safety in the draft. Yeah, and he's somebody that would be an instant upgrade in our defense and would be a great help for the team. Um, Fryermuth, as you know, I mean – Writings on the wall. We got his tight end coach. He endorsed him immediately. He's at 46. You uh, better believe that uh, tight end coach is going to be. We need Fryermuth now. And okay, we're taking Fryermuth. Um, Jason Owe. Away. It's definitely away. I have no idea who that is. I just saw an edge. No option. way he no. fell to 65. Okay, apparently he's good. So, uh, yeah, he did. He's one of the better edges in the draft. Well, he dropped, and I picked him up. I can see him falling that far. I think you're I thinking guess. of Joseph Osai. Yeah, I picked him up. Uh, I know we need edge help, and, you know, getting an edge guy never hurts. Um, Marvin Wilson, I'm pretty familiar with him. FSU, drop-off year this year, uh, multiple reasons. Uh, poor old D-line. Um, I think he also had some injuries, if I'm not mistaken. But he had a drop-off, but, hey – doesn't mean anything for us. Just because he dropped off doesn't mean he The injury out. probably saved his capital a little bit, if we're honest here. He yeah. was he was bad this year, but obviously, I mean. Debatable. To be, to be honest, Josh Allen wasn't good this year either for the same excuses. So, mm -hmm. I think Marvin Wilson would be a steal in the third round. Or, yeah, is that the third round? I think it is. It's fourth round, I think. The fourth round? Yeah. That'd be a good steal in the fourth round if he drops that far. I think it'd be a big good pickup. Trey Sermon, uh, recency bias, he was balling out. But, again, good value there for running back. We need a second running back for our lovely spinner, a.k.a. James Robinson. Um, and that's even with with Jamal Williams. You know, we could have three running backs on the roster. We'd be good to go. Unfortunately, Armstead's probably not coming back. I love him, but he's probably not going to be coming back, especially with COVID. He's been in there twice, yada, yada, yada. Trey, hey. Everybody else, I don't really know. I'm going to cut you off real yeah. quick. Just to yeah. say, uh, good guy Matt Stafford. He uh, and he and his wife just donated a million dollars as a good to a new education center uh, in Detroit as a final goodbye. So let's give Matt Stafford a good guy round of applause. Very All right, cool. sorry, just had to just had to get that out there. That's cool. Trey, uh, the rest of these guys, I don't know who they are. I just know that we needed some depth. Trey Brown, back. Oklahoma. Okay, Cordell Volson. No uh, idea. <laughs> offensive tackle depth. And then Jake Curran. No idea. Depth at O-line. So, once Who was your other pick, by the way? Oh, uh, you have the screenshot, don't you? Okay, I guess I got to look on Twitter. Because he, he could, for some reason, not fit it all in one screen, which, thank you. Okay, it's uh, Chris Rump, the second, Edge. Again, I have no idea who that is. Oh, I know who that is. That guy has high upside. Okay, that's good. If high upside at the last High pick upside. Of the yeah, he's edge, right? Or yeah. outside linebacker or some shit? Edge. He can play 3-4 outside linebacker. That's where he schematically fits in. 
Okay, so Brian actually made a random pick that worked out. Yep. All right, let's move on to the next mock draft. For some reason, I didn't mean to put him in last, but he just ended up last again. It's all good. All right. So, shocker, Trevor Lawrence, number one. Best player in the draft, generational prospect, yada, yada, yada. I know everybody's tired of hearing it. Yep. Trevor Lawrence, number one, easy pick. Okay, I actually went Christian Barmore at 25. I think he is worth a first-round grade. I've seen mock drafts with him going as high as 14 before. Um, I think as we get closer to draft season, people will realize how good he is. He really turned it on late in the season for uh, Alabama. He was probably one of the best defenders in the nation at that point. Um, so, yeah, you get him. I'm thinking we're going to a 3-4. I'm plugging him at uh, left end in that – if you think of, like, the Rams defense, I like that Michael Brockers kind of role. So I think it's well worth pick 25. Uh, Tevin Jenkins, he's kind of been rising lately on a lot of draft boards. Um, a lot of people plays, have him going to the Bears at 20. He plays for Oklahoma State, I believe. Yeah, he does. Um, he's a right tackle all the way. This isn't, this isn't a guy you're grooming to play after Trent Williams is gone. This is a guy who's going to come in, compete, and probably beat Jawan Taylor, in my opinion. And then what happens with Jawan Taylor, he could be a swing tackle probably, maybe move inside. Back up. I don't know. Could, take, could go to guard and uh, we could replace AJ Can. Could trade him. Not in my scenario, you're not, because that's going to be Brendan Linder. Yep, that's true. You could trade him. Probably trade him. Maybe somebody will be into that, Into that. try to re uh, a reclamation project. Okay, 46. I did not go Pat Fryermuth. I went for Trevin Merrick here, or Trayvon Merrick, sorry. Uh, good safety. I think I'll play him. I, I flirted with the idea of Javon Holland here. You could really pick either one. I don't think you could go wrong with those two. They're very, to me, they're graded very similarly. I only went with Merrick because I signed Malik Hooker. And I feel like Javon Holland, even though he's listed as a strong safety, I feel like he translates more to free safety. Not that that matters really in the Jaguar scheme. Well, I don't really know what scheme we're going to be having. But in the past schemes, we ran like two hybrid safeties, interchangeable, can play anywhere. Um, I went Merrick. Just because, like I said, Javon Holland, I, I would play him where I'm going to play Malik Hooker at in my defense. But Javon Holland, you, can, you can't go wrong. He can Because Javon Holland also gives you slot corner flexibility or nickel corner flexibility, however you want to term it. Um, but like I said, I got Trey Herndon. I feel pretty good about him right there. You could sign a backup later. Um, 65, I went Paulson Adebo, Adebo. I don't really know how to pronounce his name. Um, He's an outside corner. He's going to be my depth behind. He's going to be my depth behind CJ and my insurance policy behind Sidney Jones. That makes sense. Um, just a guy who has outstanding ball skills. He's pretty fast. Uh, he'll he'll be able to come in and either play behind Sidney Jones if he re, uh, regresses or if he gets hurt, or CJ Henderson if he gets hurt again. But he could probably be a future starter on his team. Uh, I got Marvin Wilson at 105. I'm playing him at the other end spot in my 3-4. And uh, to that D-line with him, Wait, so Hamilton, you got, and Barmore. So you, wait, Hamilton would be a nose tackle? The nose, yes. Okay. So I got Hamilton at the nose. Marvin Wilson's playing. And the Aaron <laughs> Donald role in my defense those are some and, big boys, bro. And Christian, hey, I'm tired of getting ran on, fam. Stop Derrick Henry at all costs. You're stopping Derrick Henry with those three. 
Yo, Hamilton, Barmore, and Wilson. That's my D-line in the 3-4. Run on us if you can. Alabama, Oklahoma. Why did I just say Oklahoma? Alabama, Ohio State, FSU. Can't you, Hey, can't go wrong. 129, I got Ellerson Smith. I thought Ellerson Smith showed out at the Senior Bowl, in my opinion, especially in individual drills. I think he translates pretty well to an outside linebacker in a 3-4. He's probably like, he's like 6'4", 6'5", about 260. I think I'd play him behind um, – I would play him behind – Josh Allen, he'd be his backup slash he could rotate every now and again. Um, so you have that gives you Josh Allen and Matt Judon slash Chase on slash Kerrigan, whoever we end up signing at the other spot. I feel like you always want to keep those guys fresh and rotate them out pretty often. So that, that gives you a pretty strong pass rush, in my opinion. 144, I'm getting Cornell Powell. I'm getting a familiar face for Trevor Lawrence. I wanted to go Amari Rogers really bad. But I was like, man, Samuel, Chenault, do we really need another guy who's similar in that play style? So I went with Cornell Powell, who's more of an outside threat. He's just a depth piece, in my opinion. Uh, Shakira Brown, he's a guy who can develop. He could play inside or outside. He's a guy who's going to develop. I play him behind Trey Herndon because I don't really think Josiah Scott and uh, Chris Claybrooks are that good, to be honest. Tough Borland, that's my Urban Meyer – uh, beloved linebacker pick. I feel like he'll be pretty good to play or to develop in a three, as a 3-4 linebacker. He's your old-school run-stuffing two-down linebacker. I feel like he'll be good to groom behind Schobert for when we eventually cut slash trade Schobert because I don't think they're going to – I don't think Schobert's going to be around for his full contract. Wait, so he's basically the same type as Shaq. So yeah, he's, he's another quarterman, yeah. So quick uh, tidbit real quick. Asante Samuel just posted five hours ago. He got an invite to the Combine. I thought there wasn't a Combine. There they're is, doing virtual meetings doing and stuff. They're doing virtual meetings, yeah. Okay. All right. So he got invited to the uh, the scouting Combine. And it's, it's the global pandemic. Oh, we actually get to watch Cornell Powell tomorrow morning as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cornell Powell's also going to be there. I'm excited to see him because I drafted him in my draft. Yeah. Yeah. So tough, so tough Portland. Yeah. He's going to be... He's going to be the fourth line, the third or fourth linebacker in the three-four. I feel like you're going to keep at least four inside linebackers. Uh, if you haven't caught on yet, Quincy Williams does not make my roster next year. I'm just going to cut ties with that pick. I think it, I thought it could work out. I just think it's a bad pick. He hasn't he hasn't played good honestly when he's on the field. He's been hurt more often than not. So I I'm, figured I'm, you were going to cut him. him with your reaction earlier about me saying we, we have Quincy. I, don't, I, I just don't see where he fits to be honest. Hey, you know, too, funny story. I was like, on t- I was on Twitter the other day. I sent I sent the. Uh, a tweet to the uh, group chat. This guy was saying, "Should we trade Miles Jack to move up in the first round from twenty-five? Which that is mental illness right there. No, that's not I'm how not it works. Your best defensive player. But then somebody says he's your best defensive player, and then they reply, "We have Quincy Williams. We're fine." I'm like, this dude's got to be trolling. And then my last pick, two forty-six, is Tamari and Terry. FSU, that's a shout-out to, to Gordo in the group chat. I did that one for him. He's a big on, on Terry. Uh, I like I, – honestly, Terry's not bad. Uh, he'll be a good guy to develop, probably put on the practice squad maybe, maybe for a year or two and then see what he can do. Uh, but, yeah, that's my draft. If you can't – if they can't compete with the, the moves that I've made this offseason next year, then you ain't a good coach. He could be our scary Terry. Scary <laughs> All right, guys. So those are our mock drafts uh, for the Jags. We're going to take one more break, and then it's going to be 
entire first round mock draft. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to see our group first round mock draft, stay tuned. We will draft for every single Josiah's team. Josiah's pick one, Brian's pick two, I'm pick three. It's going to keep alternating that way. Yes. Th thank draft. you, Sean. Yeah, we're going to use the draft network as you, if you guys haven't figured out that's what we're using. We're again doing no trades, unfortunately, because there are some spots that I think we, we pick trades, but we'll mention yeah, I was, it. I was but... hoping Watson would be traded by now because someone's getting a first round pick this year. Yeah, um, exactly. It's like a lot of people, they, they have the jets going. I don't, I will bet money he's not going to the Jets, but we'll see you guys in a second. Oh, wait, any funny thing? Nope. Marco Wilson, you moron! <laughs> I hate it here. Yes. I hate it here. I, I literally it. said if Marco Wilson, don't mess this up! I hate it here. I if hate anybody it here. doesn't understand what that means, go to his YouTube channel and watch the video. You're probably watching this on my YouTube channel, so yeah, just go, go to my reaction video. And you'll understand why he did it. Yeah, go to the LSU reaction Shout video. Shout out to his mom for adding a little quid bit, a tidbit at the end. Yeah. She was also a highlight as well. What an idiot. Leave a like and subscribe if you haven't also. But yeah, see you guys in a second. And we are back for the last time this podcast episode. It has been so fun. Uh, we've enjoyed this. But it is finally the time for all NFL fans. It is the entire first round mock draft from the Big Cat Chat podcast crew, gang, whatever you want to call us. So yeah, like like Sean said, it's going to start with me. I'm going to get pick one. Sean is pick two. And then Brian is pick three. No, Brian's no, pick two. I'm pick three. Pick two. Uh, well, we're doing it in the order of us now. You see how we are stacked? No, because everybody's different. Yeah, I'm, I'm on top. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, for me, Sean is in the middle, so Sean's going second. Oh, man, I didn't plan for this, but okay. Oh, uh, you actually <laughs> planned for the teams you were picking? No, that's fine. No, it's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, because I didn't, but... No, it's fine. So, yeah, it's going to be me, Sean, Brian, and... Oh, well, you got Reed. the easy one, so get it over, get it over with. All right, so, uh, okay, let me go Zach Wilson right there. <laughs> I would Trevor Lawrence, easy. So no question about it. Okay, so this... Jets pick two this is a trade up spot, but like I said, we're not doing trades. Although I believe if I was Carolina, I would trade up for this spot right here and take Zach Wilson. However, it's the Jets. Hmm, do I want to build around Sam Darnold or do I want to draft a quarterback? I've been an advocate for building around Sam Darnold, but Which man, Penay Sewell and Beckton on the edges, but ugh. I just moved our camera location. Okay. So. I'm going to throw a wrench, go off off beat here. Everybody else is picking Zach Wilson to go here. I'm going to go Penay Sewell. They're wow. going to believe in like Sam it. Darnold, and they're going to have two booking tackles for the next decade plus. I love it. All right. The Dolphins. It's Mr. Brian time. You could go traditional or I could throw Brian Zibaldi. If you get yeah, if you get if you get the what's it called? Inside joke. I could get really bold here if I really wanted to. See, the ideal pick would be Jamar Chase. Or? Or Devontae Smith. Or even Jalen Waddle. <laughs> but since it's the first draft and we're going to be doing multiple, we're going to throw a wrench into everybody's plan. Do it. Select Zach Wilson. Woo! 
Tua getting Rosen. Let's do this. Sorry, Tua, you're out of here. Oh, yeah, I got to describe. I got to tell you why. <laughs> Zach Wilson is an incredible player. Tua. He, has, he right, is the pick. second best quarterback in this draft, arguably the best quarterback last year, and he would definitely be the best next year. Only major problem is competition, but he's lighting up competition left and right. You can competition say, doesn't determine accuracy. It exactly. doesn't determine his arm strength. Is on, his accuracy is on point. He's got great arm strength. The only thing you could really knock him for is sometimes he throws some really bad throws that are like picked. Like he, gets too, he, gets, he gets too cute sometimes. He, gets he too, sometimes underthrows on deep balls on the outside. On deep balls. He sometimes gets a little too cute with it. He tries to play hero ball, something Justin Fields needs to learn how to do more. But sometimes still Wilson tries to do too much with him with his arm, even sometimes with his legs. But that's pretty much one of his only issues. But that's I think it's a great pick for uh, the Dolphins and Tua gets traded elsewhere. Here's me sitting here with another easy pick, in my opinion, easy pick. Uh, the Falcons, I don't care if they're sticking with Matt Ryan. They're taking Justin Fields here. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, they're getting their Q QB of the future. Justin Fields is going to sit the year behind Matt Ryan. He's going to learn behind that veteran. And their team's going to get better for him. I mean, how much better can the offense get? They got weapons on weapons. They need more offensive line and running back, though, to be fair. But they could probably get that this draft. But that is besides the point. I think Falcons are getting their QB of the future. I'm not super high on Justin Fields, but he is my QB three. Some people may say Trey Lance, but not me. Sorry, Mason. But <laughs> yeah, Sean, it is on to you for the Bengals. Who am I picking? Take a guess. Jamar Chase. We're Sean no. Slater. Bang! Josiah off the top rope. <laughs> get Burrow some help. He needs some protection, bud. Some people say Rashawn Slater over Penny Sewell. Most people um, think Rashawn Slater is going to be Daniel, better right now. Yeah, Daniel Jeremiah thinks Slater is better than Sewell. I think he did. Sewell has better upside for the long time, but Rashawn Slater yes. is better right now. More refined. Slater can also play anywhere on the line. Mm -hmm. He can play all five spots. Jonah Williams and Rashawn Slater as prospects, that's a pretty good couple tackles. We got the Eagles now. Scroll up a little bit. Is there? Is that the? Oh, maybe Scroll. maybe it's not one of these three. Maybe it's maybe it's Kyle Pitts. Maybe it's Patrick Sertain. I've seen Kyle Pitts go in some mock drafts on YouTube. I have too. Go to the wide receiver board for me because they're picking wide receiver. Do you really need to see more than the top three that are on the board just now? It's the Eagles, absolutely. What the heck is this board? Terrace Marshall above Kadarius Tony. Get out of here. So. Usually the Eagles would be a pull, pull a boneheaded move, and I still think they might. Nah. So they're taking Terrace Marshall, aren't they? they? No, they're going to take Jalen Waddle. <laughs> I don't hate it. I mean, to be fair, Jalen Waddle on some people like Bengal. If you guys know who he is, uh, yeah. Jalen Waddle is yeah. his number one. Jalen Waddle played with Hurts uh, when he was at Alabama, right? Yeah, yep. Jalen Waddle so is my number two. I think so Jalen Waddle. Do what? So the reason I pick uh, Waddle is one, he's a great wide receiver. Is he the best available? The difference between the top three is very little. Yeah, but I think the Eagles finally make a decision that's reasonable. Who should have went before them, or who should have went first on the wide receiver board? I would argue Chase, but I'd say they made a decent choice here, a solid choice, but they could have done better by getting Chase, arguably. Um, I didn't want to pull a Terrence Marshall because it's the sixth pick. I know they're silly, but they're not that stupid. Well, I mean, I got to ask. No, they're not. So, 
I mean, how I can you mess that. that up? How can you mess that up? If they take a wide receiver, they're fine. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, let's take one of the top three guys. You can't go wrong. Yep. Yeah, for me, Jalen Waddle's my number two. Uh, people hate me for putting Jalen Waddle over Devontae Smith, but He's just better. look look at when they're on the same. Look at them when they're both on the field. That's all I got to say. But it is now my pick. I am going to take Jamar Chase. The Lions got to steal. Easy. Yeah. Lions at number seven. Lions at number seven getting somebody who could go top three. That, oh, I was wish I was picking eight. You know what that reminds me of? Somebody going who could go top three that, got, that was drafted at number seven? Any names? Wait, what was the question? Somebody who could have gone top three but ended up going on seven specifically. Jamar Chase to the Dolphins? Oh, no, Josh was, Allen. Josh Allen, thank oh, you. Oh, Josh Allen. Oh, you meant like before. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I meant before. Yeah, so Allen. Jamar Chase, best wide receiver in the class. He's the biggest. He's the, well, he's not the fastest, but he's the biggest, second fastest. Jalen Waddle is faster by a mile, but I think Jamar Chase is more refined than uh, Devonte Smith. I just think Jamar Chase is easily the best wide receiver on the board, and I think Lions getting Jared Goff. That weapon Matt, he needs. He's like Char- Jamar Chase is like the most complete wide receiver. In the the Lions very well. I I almost picked Trey Lance here, but Jamar Chase is too good to pass up. Yeah, you can get somebody next year, or even get a like a mid round guy. Like just stick with Goff for a year or two. You've already pay him. If he doesn't work out, which they said that he is the future, then draft someone next year. Trey Lance is more of a project, in my opinion, than than Jamar Chase. A really is. high upside project. Jamar Chase is almost a guarantee, in my opinion, compared. Oh, I say almost because to be to be honest, Corey uh, Davis was a high pick, but he wasn't. Regardless, it is Sean's turn for this one. Uh, it's kind of tough, the, but yeah, this was kind of tough. But uh, you click on the all. Oh yeah, I do that. I'm used to doing this on my phone. This one's kind of tough, but um, this is definitely a Deshaun Watson trade scenario spot. However, yeah. we can't do that. So I'm going to still go with a quarterback, and I'm going to give him Trey Lance to sit yes! behind Bridgewater for a year or two. Yes, I was hoping I, you did Trey Lance. I agree with that pick by a mile. He's going oh, to sit behind Bridgewater for a year or two. I believe yes. they still have Bridgewater under contract for two more years. So yes, And Broncos fans throw a fit. Broncos That's, fans are throwing a fit. Yeah, right they now. are furious right now. All I right. Like, I like Locke because he's cool. Because, all right, so I'm going to do something. I'm, I'm between two people right now, and their their biggest needs are obviously defense. So it's between an edge rusher and a cornerback. <sighs> Quitty Payne. They're Quitty Payne. Right okay. Now. Now, that, that one's interesting, but I'll let you give your reason. I'll tell you why. They are struggling on the edge. They need help for Von Miller. They just cut A.J. Boye. I know. I'm not sure that Quidipe can stand up. But they can get some help in the second round. Quidipe is a great edge, and I think he'd be great on that defensive line. I'm not sure he can stand up. Something they can find out. But are they a three? They're a 3-4, aren't they? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm going to stick with it. Um. Personally, I think Caleb Farley That's is what just. I picked, yep. That's what I would have picked. But Caleb gonna, Farley is the most beautiful. Like, his name just fits for Denver. His yeah. school, his college fits Denver. Just the colors. Like the only reason I did Quiddy Pay is because the, the Broncos aren't the best with drafting, except recently they picked Judy. But I feel like they 
They got a new GM. Yeah, there you go. Uh, everybody surpri- pulls a surprise, and I think they pull a surprise with Quiddy Pay. I mean, I don't hate – I mean, maybe you can stand up. Maybe you can't. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you can learn. Out, yeah, exactly. You're learning. Von Miller's your guy, your mentor. Like, I mean, we yeah. saw Shaq Barrett behind. Yeah, exactly. All right. It is now Josiah. my – I forget it's my turn. Yep. Uh, Cowboys. This should be an obvious pick, Josiah. <laughs> I they mean, really should. The Cowboys, they're so annoying because let's be honest here. Jerry Jones is whack. I, J- Jerry Jones could very easily take Devontae Smith or Kyle Pitts here because he Good. wants that abundance of riches like he did take uh, C.D. Lamb. But there's yeah, no logical I reason. It. I can't there's see no it. No, there's no point now. <laughs> the only one he'd take possibly would be oh, no. Kyle Pitts because they'd have four wide receiver ones. Yeah. I can't see that. But Kyle Pitts would make sense if they if it's Jerry Jones wanting an abundance of riches. You, but I'm going to Caleb Farley. You're not going. Oh. You're not going to do that to Kyle Pitts. Wow. Hey, gang, gang. Caleb Farley is my cornerback one. Hey, he's my CB one too. I would have said. I would have thought they picked certain. I'm surprised. Yeah, I think certain's. Uh, I think certain's uh, stock dropped just below Farley in that uh, Alabama uh, Florida game. Just saying. All right. All right. I say that because see. If I didn't pick Pay here, I bet Sean would have picked Pay at the Giants. No, I have a pick here. I've always oh. had. Mm. I know this pick should be this pick should be easy, but we'll see this what Sean does. Controversial because of some recent allegations. Like, Michael Parsons. Yep. Oh, okay. I'm actually surprised. There it I'm is. actually. I thought. I thought New York needed a wide receiver, and Devontae Smith was sit or Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts could replace Evan Ingram. I mean, those two are. They just do so- need. They do need offense. I just think Michael Parsons. Without the allegations, is like literally a top five player in this draft. Yeah, he's a top and five this talent. This is where this is where Sertain goes. He's going to the 49ers. because yeah, easy. They need a cornerback. He's got some yeah, upside. Yeah. He's got. It fits that scheme so well. It fits though. the scheme. Yep, it's an easy pick. So, yeah. this is also an. This would also be an easy. This pick one's for me. easy. I'm taking Sam. Actually, wait. Kyle Ooh. Pitts could go here. They don't need a tight end. He yeah. could because Hunter Henry's, Henry's gone. Hunter Henry's a free it. agent. Yeah, but they gotta help. Yeah, I'm taking Cosme. Yeah, they gotta help. It's between him or Darisol. I would have been Darisol, but that's not. Yeah, Yeah, I'm very close on Darisol and Cosme. And here we are with the Vikings, man. Oh my! The Vikings, you know, (laughs) because I follow some Vikings fans on Twitter, and they change their opinion like every single day. Like I've seen Kyle Pitts, Devontae Smith, uh, offensive line. I've seen literally everybody. Offensive line, yes. Offensive line reeks. Give me a guy who played tackle last year, but, but can, can play. play inside as well. Elijah Vera Tucker. Yes. Oh, that sounds like a Vikings pick. They do need a Ooh, guard. They have the dudes. Oh, no. This is going to be Pitts all day. If you don't pick Pitts, you're lying to yourself. Devontae Smith, though. Devontae Smith is there. No, because this is Pitts all day long. I hate to say it's it. It's the easy, easy read. Which I, I'm sorry for doing <laughs> I don't want Kyle Easy. Pitts to go to that lame sorry. organization. I'm sorry, Josiah. Nobody sorry. has fun there. I've had no choice. Nobody has fun there. He deserves well, to have fun. I'm sorry, but that's Look where at Tom going. Brady when he's in Florida compared to when he was in Boston. He's I'm having sorry. fun. It's Cam, it's Cam Newton season. It's different out there. Josiah, <laughs> you're back on the board. Oh, I'm back on the Easy. board. Well, hold on a sec. The fact that Devontae Smith has dropped as far as one, it's not surprising because at the end of the day, a Heisman hype recency bias. He's good, but 
his frame is very, very, very concerning. I think his build is going to slightly throw some teams off. I'm not, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Mm-hmm. He won't I'm last much longer. JC Horn. Yeah, no, he's not. Woo! Gonna yes, sir. JC Horn. Okay. I think Cardinals need a cornerback bad. They they're yeah, not they they're do. not getting um, what's his name? <sighs> Who are they getting rid of? Uh, Pat Pete. Yeah, Pat P2. Peterson. He's not coming back. They need a corner. Their cornerback group is trash. I mean, they could fits, very well. Yeah, he, he fits that to a team. For some reason, I know we can't trade, but if for some reason Smith dropped this far, somebody's no, trading someone, up. Someone's trading up. Someone's I trading would, up. I would call them up. The Jaguars trade. are trading up. I would call them up quickly and be like, hey, let's trade picks. I'm taking I swear we're team. not, we're not forcing Devontae Smith to fall to the Jags. These are just ideal picks. just happened. Yeah. He's on, honestly, he's not going to make it past – 20. 18, maybe. 18, maybe. Yeah, I got J.C. Horn going to um, the Cardinals. He's the best. Oh, the Dolphins pick again. That's right. He's my CB3. They they need a cornerback badly. I could see Devontae Smith going here because they do need another wide receiver on top of um, DeAndre Hopkins. Because Larry Fitzgerald. Is Larry Fitz even signed? He's not responded. He might. He said he's not sure they're going to retire yet, so they might Uh, still have Yeah, he might retire. He might not. the Raiders, by the way. Then – Andy Isabella is trash, hot trash. He's I have the just... Raiders. I have the Raiders. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. Andy yeah, he's about Isab- his last pick. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Andy Isabella is just speed, and then Christian Kirk is. Christian Kirk is all right. Christian Kirk's a three, right. in my opinion, not a not all a right. two. All right, Raiders seventeen. Give me joke, Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. I like how he pronounced it properly. That's crazy. Reasoning. Linebacker, the best linebacker on the board. He's a size nine guy, uh, hard hitter, great coverage skills, can blitz. Do you need any more? So, no. <laughs> so argument could be made here. They go running back because they have a big need at running back. However, no. Nah, you're taking Devonte Smith. Devonte Smith. Smith. Yep. Easy yeah. pick. The reason why? See, I would have had Devonte Smith possibly at um, three, but I went Zach Wilson. This is hilarious. If that everybody has the Dolphins taking Devontae Smith at three. Imagine they get him at 18 instead. It never happened. Well, Someone will trade up, but I mean, yeah. exactly. It's just the way the board fell right now. Yep. Yeah. All right. It's back to me. Ooh. I got Washington. This Matt one's Jones. interesting. No. I personally, I'm going to go offensive tackle because I think it's... they can get better wide receiver value in the second than they can get offensive tackle value in the second. Mm. Darasaw is arguably. Uh, the third best tackle in the class. Sean thinks he's third. I think he's fourth. Uh, so I think that's a great pick there. It's best available mm. unless it fits. Fits a. It's a good pick if it fits them. Their two biggest needs, in my opinion, besides quarterback, are offensive line and uh, wide receiver. Chicago. And then get plenty. Chicago ban ban. Chicago Bear fans are probably pissed at that pick too. Oh no! Oh no! Because they are going to lose Allen Robinson. And they're going to replace him with Allen Robinson 2.0 and Rashad Bateman. Oh, I like that. I know. Your, your wide receiver four is Rashad Bateman. Ooh, I got the Colts. Oh, my goodness. Don't you screw them because you hate them. Be I realistic. know this. I think I this know. is an easy I pick. I don't. Who's on the board? Scroll down. A Based bit. off the current board, I think it's easy. Wide receiver. Is any wide receivers? I didn't see any. Wide receiver, uh, Terrace Marshall. I mean, Terrace Marshall's a bit high on this board, in my opinion. He might be like a couple spots too high, in my opinion. You want to look at wide receiver? There's your wide receiver. Go to QB. QB? Did you say QB? Mm. Ready for a shocker? 
Kyle Trask. No, no, do that to them. <laughs> yeah, I think they pick Kyle Kyle Trask. I feel like they see some. Oh, no, they're gonna take dude. They're gonna take quarter. They're gonna take Mac Jones. Why'd you do that? I would. I, I'll leave that for another day. But I, I'm gonna pull some surprises here. The second he said the second he said quarterback and surprise, I knew I know, he was I knew. going. I, I knew, knew he too. was going for my boy. Yeah. And we I gotta go. Some, we gotta pull some surprises here. We gotta pull some first round shockers. You just screwed the Colts because you don't like them. Titans, no, I, easy I pick. I, Titans I, are taking us high. Yeah, if I was the Titans, I would have screwed them. That's somehow. the easiest pick ever. You just Titans need an edge. He's the best edge on the board. Gregory Russo slightly, oh, not man. slightly. Gregory Russo is a, overrated oh. in most people's opinions. But they do need a wide receiver too. I totally they do need a wide receiver. But what do you mean? They have, I mean, re-sign Corey Davis possibly. Got it. Yeah, or so free I, agency. I had, I had them pick a tackle. They could definitely take. What if they took Jalen Phillips instead of Russo? They could oh, definitely. Also, wait, before you go, I just want to say something. I noticed this earlier. They could go wide receiver, but edges. The all the players who had the most ed, who had the most pressures, most sacks, and everything—they're all first round edges. Yeah. First hey, go round to wide, edges. Go, go to wide receiver. First round edges have more value oh, that's right. That's right. than first round wide receivers, in my oh, opinion. No. Let me give uh, Sam Darnold Kadarius Tony. Oh my gosh! That wow. Dude, think about how much time he's gonna have to throw to this guy. He's that's got. True. Kadarius Tony's open in like two seconds. But yeah, he's got Beckton and Sewell now. What up? Kadarius Tony, yo, they're going all in on Sam Darnold. That's a great first round for the Jets. Jeez. Um, All in on Sam Darnold, baby. I don't care. Well, since I'm picking, they don't need an edge. Speak up a little bit. Keep in mind, Alejandro Villanueva is a free agent. Left tackle. He sucks anyways. Well, they got to replace him. Um... Scroll down a little bit, just slightly. Oh, you want your offensive tackles? I yeah. forgot about Eichenberg. We are ready still high on only, only one of those guys is a left tackle. Right, get, get, are you ready for a bit of a surprise here? Oh, God. Another surprise? Mac Jones. It's I not can really see a, it. Mac Jones. They get their predecessor. Very similar style. Big Ben is going to be pissed off if he takes a pay cut to come back and they pick a damn quarterback in the first round. Hey, I know it. I, there's been rumors that they like Kyle Trask. I know. I just think Kyle Trask is literally be Big Ben. Just, I mean, Big Ben and Kyle Trask. Oh, look who gets the Jaguars pick. You. Yeah, oh, I, I get has, both of them. He has the first pick. Oh, oh my God. This is why uh, I, had to, I had to pick Tony, dog. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go for. You know who's still available? Look who's still available at the Look, top. The guy who I already picked. What, oh. Najee Harris? You think I'm going Najee Harris? No, no. Russo is still Russo. Nah, I don't want I'm Russo. Not, I'm not big on Russo, to be honest. No. Russo is a big – Russo is a massive project. He's, he's, new pro, to the, yeah. he's new to the position, and he's just not very good at it right now. His numbers are misleading. Ugh. and Honestly, if we were at 25, depending on how what we did in free agency. I'm I taking one of the tackles, and like I already took uh, – I used – Liam Eikenberg. I was really high on Eikenberg, but I'm taking Mayfield. Yeah, I'm taking somebody yeah, to compete. He's a safe pick. Were Denver you taking Jenkins? Jenkins? All right, scroll up. No, I, would, I would take Barmore. There. That's me. Go ahead and select Gregory Rosal real quick for me. Perfect. They need an edge rusher on the opposite side. There we go. Woo! Finally got he him off actually, the board. That was actually my pick, but it's cool. No, he, he – the, the, the That was my pick, but that's cool. Oh, it was? Oh, shit. That's fine. I wanted the Ravens pick anyway. Scroll over to inside Sorry. offensive line, please. <laughs> My bad. Hey, we're adding some humor to the to the show, so it's okay. 
The Sorry, Ravens had arguably some of the worst center play in the league last year. The amount he looked like a high school center with the amount of snaps going over Lamar's head. We're going Creed Humphrey, Oklahoma. He had a great senior bowl. Best center in the draft. Now this is going to be Josiah's pick, and then my pick is next, Brian. Don't forget. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Landon, okay. Landon Dickerson is a really good center too. He is too, but he has injuries. Yeah, I was going to say injuries. So we have the Saints. I was going to go quarterback, but there's ah, no quarterbacks left. They're going to run it with a uh, Winston, bud. Yeah. All right. That's the reports. True. Yeah, I think they're going to go for. Hmm. Actually. Yeah, I'm going to go Terrace Marshall. Ooh, I would have went. I thought you were going to go Zayvon Collins to replace uh, Bud Dupree. So on the floor is yours? I, I thought about it. I mean, I was very close to taking Zayvon Collins, but I think, oh. really, I think Terrace yeah. Marshall, he's going He's going to stay in Louisiana. I think it's just a good fit. I would absolutely love to give Aaron Rodgers a weapon here. I would. I really but you're going Zayvon Collins. No, no, I'm not. However, <laughs> I would have picked Terrace Marshall here if he was going to be there. Give them weapon. However, go to corners for me. Oh, I'm glad he's picking a corner. Because uh, Kevin King got hashtag roasted. Asante Samuel Jr. I think is more of a nickel. Aaron Robinson is – he could do both. You know, Ifatu Melifanwu has been getting a lot of hype recently. Yeah, he has. I'm just not a fan of this. Their board is so wonky to me how they have the rankings. Yeah. Um – I'm a fan of Eric. I'm actually so. going to go Greg Newsome here. Mm. He's been getting a lot of first-round buzz. I got him at like 65 in mine. That's what I'm saying. I don't like the way the board is, is, is on here. I think Greg Newsome is getting first-round buzz. I think he, uh, is a, he, he was borderline shut down for Northwestern this year. Go to Gave the, Justin, uh, Fields. Justin Fields couldn't do, sh- to, 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 couldn't do nothing. Go to the all-board, all-teams all board. This is the all. This is the all-teams board. Oh, okay. Um, I, I know who I would go here. Give me Zayvon Collins, Tulsa. Small school, Buffalo. Pretty sure they like their small schools. They've got a good defense. He'd be a good fit for them. they got to replace Matt Milano. Yep. I think that'd be a good guy, good option. Ooh, Chiefs. Nice small school option. There you go. This is the easiest hey, pick of your existence, Sean. That's funny because it's your pick. Oh, wait. <laughs> <They're> going... <laughs> is it really? Oh, that's – oh, yeah. Yeah, I know why. Yep. <laughs> Your pick, oh my god! bud. They're going offensive line. Uh, I mean, Mitchell Schwartz is getting kind of old. Yeah, Mitchell right Schwartz, tackle, but I but think he they... still plays at a high level. They could use a guard, but they could also use a tackle. I'm going to go tackle, though. Tackle has more value. outside, yep. Kevin Jenkins. Yeah. All right, actually, it's Sean's pick now for the final what pick do of the draft. I want to do to run it back for Brady. Let's see here. I feel like they're going to bring back Shaq Barrett. I feel like they're going to bring back Chris Godwin. They're going to lose Indama Kung Su, probably, maybe. He might come back cheap. Hmm. What do he I want? He already came do back here? cheap last year. So I'm saying, what do I want to do here? Brady's interior Are they bringing the back line. Leonard Fournette? Is suspect. Um, and if they don't, I think they still have Rojo for another couple of years. I know, I'm just kidding. Rojo's <laughs> better than Fournette. Uh, Who's their right tackle? I have no idea. Jalen Phillips can definitely play in a 3-4. However, like I said, I think they're bringing Barrett back and they still have JPP. 
Their offensive line, they do need to help. <laughs> Who is their right tackle? I'll Google it. Their left tackle is Donovan Smith, and he's honestly not that great either. Leatherwood wouldn't be a bad pick because he can play anywhere on that line. Yep. There's not any interior defensive linemen that I want. Their right tackle is worse as their right tackle. Oh, yeah, he's good. Oh, Works is the right tackle? Then who's the left tackle? Donovan Smith. Oh, he's great. Yeah, their tackles are No, fine. Donovan Smith is okay. Oh. Honestly, I would take Leatherwood. I might go Leatherwood here because he can play inside. And they're, I mean, you got to keep Brady up, man. Yeah. I mean, I know their O-line kind of dominated in that game against Kansas City, but Brady was under pressure a lot. So, yeah, Leatherwood is going to be the guy. Now, this is a recap of our draft right here. Now, you guys might hate it because there are some very surprises, but this is Big That's Cat Chat Mock number one. One point Second, oh. two-round mock coming next. Ooh. Oh, is it really? Okay. Brian's like, That's new. Brian was like, oh, that's news to me. News to it me. Is. It is. I like it, though. It's good news. Yeah. Yeah. So are, we next the same, are we keeping no. the same order? Or? Yeah, that's fine. Next episode, we're going to do a two-round mock draft. Uh, hopefully some trades will happen so that we don't – like the Jet, like if the Jets trade for Watson or some garbage. Let me just who, say that if the Jets get this draft here, man, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> if Sam Donald can get his act together. Oh, my God. And don't they have a uh, – what's mind the you, Mind you, they still have a top two pick in the next round, and both running backs are still on the board. Mm. Who's the linebacker that opted out for them, their middle linebacker? Oh, um – Dude from the Ravens, bro. Yeah. He's uh, really good. Oh, my God. His name is blanking right now. Exactly. That's why I'm asking. Linebacker for the Ravens. He opted out, but he was one of the biggest opt-outs. Yeah, I, he was one because he was a big signing. I can't remember his name. The name escapes me. Yeah, but you guys know who we're talking about. So the Jets, they could be fairly good next year if their coaching hires work out. Hold on. They also traded for Avery Williamson, didn't they? Avery Williamson. No, they traded C.J. Mosley. C.J. Mosley. C.J. Uh, Mosley. They traded Avery Williamson away to the Steelers. Oh. Oh, gotcha. So, yeah, C.J. Mosley. Which, okay, Sean, which pick, if you could change any pick from somebody else, from like Brian or I, which would you change? I know what he's going to change. Uh, I would take out Quiddy Pay. Yep. I was I was gonna say that. And I'd I would Caleb give Farley. the Broncos Caleb Farley, and then the Cowboys would take Sertan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, I'd say I'd probably change. Hmm. Kyle Trask. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably take. I don't. I don't think Kyle Trask is going to Indianapolis. Like I'm a I'm a Florida fan, but I don't think I, he's going. I think there. they're gonna get Carson Wentz. I think. I think I'd switch Indy and Pittsburgh. The quarterbacks, because I think Mac Jones would will go before him, whether I like it or not. <laughs> whether I think Kyle Trask is better or not, I think Mac Jones will go first. Especially, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers do like Kyle Trask, so that'd be my change. And Brian, which pick would you change? Um, scroll up. Oh, it has to be up. Not, not me. Uh, yeah, start from the beginning. Can I so? <laughs> yeah, that'd be an easy that'd be an easy yeah, change I would swap out the Falcons and I'd give them Trey Lance and then I would say Justin Fields scroll down 
goes to Carolina. Carolina. Yep. Easy. Easy yeah. reads. <laughs> All right. So that is the draft, guys. Uh, it's back to just us. Hope you did enjoy this episode of Big Cat Chat. Uh, we're, we're having so much fun. We're having so much fun recording it. Uh, it's it gets better every time, no matter how dumb we sound at times. Like I can't speak. I couldn't speak half the episode. But yeah. Hopefully gets, with the off better. season. My beard gets longer. We're all having a good time. Yeah. Just My every time you short. watch, keep in mind his beard. So you can just see the, the change. Next time sure it might be gone. Mm-hmm. But what yeah. snack will Josiah have next episode? We'll find out. <laughs> what? What, epi- what kind of, what snack will Josiah have next episode? We'll find out. Oh yeah. <laughs> He always has a snack. Well, I have another cup of water. Absolutely. I drank a whole thing of water, and then I'm also drinking a Coke. Sucking guy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, uh, we'll hopefully see you guys within the next couple weeks for our next uh, off-season episode, talking about stuff. Uh, Next video, or next one, will be a two-round mock draft on top of everything else. In every offseason, we're going to add a round until we physically don't know enough players, which every will probably be... Season? You mean we'll every probably do top mock. three rounds. Yeah, I don't want to do a whole mock. That's a lot. Yeah, this, we're going to do this, top three rounds. So the if next this set- gets posted tonight, Trevor Lawrence is throwing tomorrow at 10 a.m. live NFL Network. If it gets posted in the morning, Trevor Lawrence is throwing today, 10 a.m. NFL Network. If it gets posted on Monday... He already happened. Forget what He's I said. throwing on 2 21 There we go. This is getting posted at 6 a.m. on Friday morning. He's okay. throwing at 10 a.m. live NFL Network. And if you're not, if you're watching this after 10 a.m. and you didn't watch it in those four hours, we're disappointed in you. We expected better. Should have watched Big Cat Chat. God. You should have our notifications on. As he continues to drink his Coke. yeah so just to clean things up we did a first round mock this time next video we're going to do a two round mock and then the time after that will be a three round mock and then we'll be done and we're going to obviously have other stuff to talk about but this is our first off-season podcast hope you guys did enjoy it uh and it, it was fun hope you guys are enjoying the podcast if you have anything you'd like to let us know comment it down below uh, follow our Twitters. Uh, our DMs are always open, all of us. Um, yeah. Hope you guys my enjoyed. Twitter, my Twitter handle changed, Sir. so it's B underscore Roni underscore now. So it's not my first and last name. I changed it. So Yeah, it's, it's, it's B Roni. It's way better. You guys got any last words? Famous last words. Nope. The Jets win! The Jets win! Let's go! <laughs> Let's right. go! See you guys later. <laughs> Peace.